0: Good afternoon, gentlemen. Here's your menus. And welcome to Diner Discussions. What's up, everybody? My name's Aaron. And I'm Megan. And this is the Living Proof Podcast and Diner Discussions. Um, We're doing something special today. We're doing a panel, and we have a couple guests in the studio. Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: I am Lacey Powers. Uh,
2: And I'm Meg Ray.
0: So we've had them on before. But never like this. I think today we're going to free them up and let them have some hot topic discussions and uh, see where it goes from there. So uh, as far as like us four, we kind of come from pretty multifarious backgrounds. Uh, Difficult or easy, being relative, I guess. Uh, How would you say your backgrounds uh, led you to think the way you do? Uh, Lacey, do you want to go first?
1: Oh, goodness. Um, I think that my background, the things that I've experienced all throughout my life, I mean, i got some crazy stories, um, really have shaped why I I feel the way I do, why I believe in, like, you know, humanity and being kind to people and treating people with respect and um, just listening. Um, That's all I got. I got this way because of all those experiences so
2: yeah and i i agree i think that um a lot of the bad
3: aspects
2: of you know being alive Mm -hmm. (laughs) um have actually really turned out to be some of my most prolific prolific uh learning experiences Mm -hmm. um i think that there have just been times <laughs> that i've been like okay follow that away that's what not to do you exactly. know <laughs> like yeah i i don't i think like as far as i'm the only i'm the person that i am today because of everything
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know whether that's good or bad i think that it's Everything I am now is an amalgamation of things that I have been through and lessons I have learned from
4: living. Yeah. I completely agree. I mean, if it weren't from your battle scars or your tears or your laughter of joy, you wouldn't be who you are. Because every... It's like, you know, we are clay everything that we have been through has molded us who we are today and you wouldn't change it even though it was horrible. <laughs> the moments that you've gone through or it was so joyous, you couldn't hold it back. You wouldn't ever take that away because it has made you who you are.
3: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think learning that was really important um, because a lot of my early life was spent like wishing my past away or things that I had done mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. Um, And I don't do that anymore. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, this is horrible. But I'll have to be like, okay, well, now I have to figure out it's happened. Now I have to figure out how to go on Mm -hmm. from happening,
4: you know. You don't feel stuck anymore. It's like, it is what it is. We're moving forward. It's either we're going to learn from it, grow from You know what I mean? Like, yeah. something good or bad is going to come either way, so let's just move on with it. Mm-hmm. I,
1: I really like that word that you just used as stuck mm-hmm. because that's, is, that's something that I preach to people often about, like, you're just stuck right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and all of us, every single human being out there would not be the person they are today without many of their memories, whether they choose to remember or forget them.
4: Right. Yeah. Aaron?
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I, y'all pretty much touched on everything that I was going to say, but there's there's times in life when you don't know why you're experiencing something until years and years later. I mean, there's stuff mm-hmm. that when I was 14 I didn't understand that now I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, duh. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's all perspective, and I think it's really hard to understand the wall that's in front of you when you're right, you know, nose deep in it.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: There's um one of those things that, you know, opposition is where creativity comes from. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to this guy talk about um, innovation comes from necessity and necessity comes from pain mm-hmm. or something that's hurting or keeping you from something. Because if we all lived lives where we were all happy all the time, you know, nothing would ever progress. Right. Mm-hmm. Because there is no happy without sad. Right. At least, you know that's how I believe.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's actually a real thing too mm-hmm. that people talk about. Um, when you come, when you talk about emotions and stuff, you can't be happy without have ever feeling sad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or any, or even in between. Yeah. There's a million different types of emotions, and that's a big thing for people to learn to start recognizing that too. Yeah, yeah.
0: growing up having a car since I was old enough to drive, and now looking for one <laughs> makes me appreciate. car because I didn't care I I thought it was something you always have you know and now Mm -hmm. I'm like oh man that car I wish I (laughs) had that freedom Mm -hmm. um so I mean losing something you know they always say you don't you know know what you have until it's gone Mm -hmm. and I really do believe that because no matter how much you prepare when someone dies even if they've been sick for years it's always a tragedy yeah
3: Mm -hmm. yeah
2: you're never you're never 100 percent Prepared, so I just stopped trying, even trying and for that 100%. You know, I'll do a risk assessment yeah. like, can I be 40% prepared and this be okay? <laughs> sure, can I bring a blanket and wear sweatpants to the podcast? Sure, <laughs> you know, like, totally
4: welcome.
2: <laughs> I'm not gonna beat myself up over it. I don't wear pants on Sundays, yeah. it's sweats, shorts.
3: Yeah,
0: you know, we always make the joke on diner discussions like the camera's over there, so it's like if we're not wearing pants, you won't know.
4: Exactly. <laughs> I'm so glad I don't come out here. <laughs> when they were out here. Yeah, that would be awkward. <laughs> yeah, that would be so just awkward. for the record. I think they did always wear pants, yeah. so. thank
2: goodness. <laughs>
4: and oh. everyone at the table is wearing, <laughs> yes.
0: Well, I'm wearing shorts, so okay? It's, like,
4: <laughs> it's still bottoms. Hashtag no pants gang, <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: That's a thing now, just so you know. Nice. I'm going to make the t-shirts tomorrow.
3: <laughs>
2: jeans are work. not for Sunday. Yeah. Saturday. Saturday's a thing. You wear your jeans Saturday night, and then you don't have to put them back on until Monday. See,
0: I'm learning things. So Saturday's <laughs> for the boys, and Sunday's... Sunday's for the sweats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we've all come from backgrounds where we've been... Had money, not had money. Do you think, like, the fear of not having money um, has fueled your career decisions? Or.
3: <clears throat>
2: yes. Um, yes. Very, very much so. And it, honestly, it's not so much money because I've made it work with way less.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it's health care. Um, mm-hmm. Especially as an adult, I cannot afford to not have health insurance. So Amen. I have stayed at jobs. Yeah for too long, you know, because, you know, this is just how I feel. I don't feel like I'm, it's going to sound super, like, to people who don't think this way, this sounds super entitled, but, like, I have a very hard time working full time and being able to do the things outside of my life Mm -hmm. that make me a better and healthier person. So a lot of times it's either or. You know, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and I think that if I was able to work four days a week even and and not really have to heck even like 40 hours in four days, you know, something Mm -hmm. like that, that I, I would just be I would be better at my job. I would be better in my personal life. I would just be better, but I can't because I have to have medical insurance, because it's, I mean, I pay monthly probably $200 just on doctor's visits and medication, yeah. mm-hmm. like, and then insurance on top of that, which I don't have to pay, but it is because I'm a municipal employee, it's budgeted in my salary,
3: that's
2: um, good which could just be salary if it wasn't insurance, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I do love my job, like, yeah. I don't think I would want to do anything Else, as far as working outside of the home, I just want to be in the home or <laughs> you <laughs> know. And we have a house that we need to need some upgrading, bad. Um, and it's kind of like he works, my husband works in a home city, and I'm exhausted from having to be. Yes, I very much think that, like, if I didn't have to be at work all the time, that I would be a happier human because I need health care. But, you know, until somebody does something about
0: that, it is what it is. I I struggle with this. I mean, thank God for Megan's patience. um, Because when I find something that I'm passionate about, I will work endless hours. Like, working hard has never been the problem. Um, It's... I hate doing things that I'm not passionate about because it's a struggle for me to get out of bed and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I will to make money, you know what I mean? Like, I'll work at places I don't really care about, but it's, there's like a switch, you know? Like, when, when I find something that I'm passionate about, it's it's a whole nother game. I will talk about it. I will, you know, think about it. I'll draw sketches on how to make it better, you know? like You have no idea. <laughs> so when we opened the store, that was my life. Like, we'd come home and, you know, she would, cut it off and just be like okay Well, we're not at the store I'm going to think about the house and I'm like you know drawing like new um, displays and stuff like constantly like filling notebooks full because that's just how I'm programmed mm-hmm. but um, like my, my parents and people don't understand you know um, that passion leads me so if I'm not passionate I'm just an autopilot mm-hmm. and that's been really hard for me because you know not not all my passions have been lucrative, you know, money-wise. And so um, I'm having to try to, like, learn how to make things work for me. Right. You know, with money and and um, doing things to make money on the side, you know, and then making... I'm trying to make my hobbies pay me, you right. know. So, because they're where I'm happy. Right. And it... You know, happy is not a feeling. We've talked about this before, but it's one of those things where when you're happy, I think your people around you are happier.
4: Right. Well, and I think, unfortunately, like, I was at a job for six and a half years of my life. Like, I gave everything to my job, and it was because I was paid well. I had a decent benefit allowance to take care of my medical needs. I never had to worry if I got sick, I was going to be taken care of but the whole time I was treated like dirt and they didn't care. They didn't care if someone got hit by a pop. They didn't care if your children were sick. They basically told you to bring your children to work and you could work your eight hours and then you could go home with your child. So yes, I have stayed in an environment that wasn't healthy for me because medically I needed to take care of myself, but that's a, I mean, that's a catch-22. Mm-hmm. As soon as I left there, my I would come home crying every day from that place. My mental health completely changed when I left there. Yeah. I went from making almost, you know, 20 something dollars an hour to working at another place, same medical area type of work, making $12 an hour, and I couldn't have been happier. Yeah. Because I was appreciated. I was told that I was appreciated. I was treated as though I was appreciated. And you
0: almost cried when you left that job because of school.
4: But, I mean, unfortunately, our health care, yeah, it's okay. But their goal is to keep you sick because you keep coming back. Mm -hmm. You need them. There's other countries where they're not in medical distress like we are here. There's a reason for it. I think
0: I told it. Was it? The podcast with you that I told the story about the, uh, um, the guy that traveled to a different country with, where they had all universal healthcare. I don't
2: know. I mean, I know that people do that. They yeah. have like bus tours to go get like prescriptions in Mexico and Canada. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Well,
0: this guy was going on vacation and he was living with, or staying with these people kind of like a bed and breakfast type thing. Um, and he got sick, got, like, food poisoning. And when he was talking about it, he's like, I don't know how I'm going to pay to go to the doctor. They're like, you don't pay. Like, what are you talking about? And they were just yeah. dumbfounded that he was, like, so stressed out. Like, this is nothing. Like, just go get your medicine and come home. And it was a totally different world for him there. And he was just like, I don't, like, just the amount of stress on, like, cancer patients and people that have, you know, chronic illness, you know, that wouldn't be there.
4: Right. I mean, I'm in health and mm-hmm. I disagree with our health care. Right. I don't have health care, so there you go. <laughs> and I can't, like, there's things that I need that I can't get because I'm, I've, met, I've met the age cap. Like, I can't do it because I'm over the age of 20 mm-hmm. or I can't do it because I'm under the age of 65 or whatever. And it shouldn't be that way. Like, someone shouldn't have to be severely sick to get their insulin or chemo treatments mm. or whatever,
0: and you shouldn't bankrupt. And be
4: able to afford it. Yeah. And not die. You shouldn't
0: Very. have to bankrupt yourself to feel better.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ask my mom about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's not fair.
0: Yeah. Do you want to talk about that?
1: Oh, I mean, if I – I will make a comment on the overall question that you asked. I mean, no, I did not get into this career, f- career field because of the yeah. money or the healthcare care mm-hmm. or the, any of that because, to be honest with you, this career hasn't given me any of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I didn't get into this wanting any of those things. Mm-hmm. I wanted for, you know, people to that went through things that I went through mm-hmm. and that other people I know went through. Get the right help and get someone that cares. Yeah. Um, I still don't have health care. My mom has health care now, but she's you know of age right. medically, mm-hmm. <laughs> so she gets Medicare. But yeah, my mom, I mean, came close to dying because she didn't have it, mm-hmm. and um, bankruptcy, all that was involved, and everything. Yeah. And you know, I mean, she's alive, mm-hmm. but it was a pretty rough at what cost yeah it was yeah yeah, (laughs) Yeah. yes (laughs) like
2: probably i mean just for my hundreds of thousands of dollars i'm sure yeah like
3: Mm -hmm. oh yeah
0: bad yeah my grandpa and grandma have it but i mean there's times where his premiums and stuff were so outrageous that i was like man i could pay for everything
2: you know we have medic things like medicare and medicaid but they people have to
1: buy supplementary insurance and Mm -hmm. i'm like that's
0: you shouldn't have to have two it's of not something. It's doing its job. That's
1: yeah. Nice. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can also say it as like my mom, you know, that I come from the similar thing that, um, you know, a single mom without the high income, <laughs> um, without the help. And I still get that same preferential treatment when it comes to the Medicare system and and all that you know I'm, um, yeah that's the only insur- insurance i have right now is sooner mm-hmm. care at 30 years old mm-hmm. is that not sad like no. that i was na- never able to get off of it mm-hmm. you know yeah. but that to me goes back to that vicious circle of childhood poverty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it doesn't quite ever end no i mean
4: i'm i mean i'm on it mm-hmm. aaron's on it because I'm in school, mm-hmm. you know, like I want to be a nurse. Like you said, it's not just because yeah. I want a good paying job and I want insurance and I want those benefits. No, like I've been a caregiver since I was six. I took care of my mother mm-hmm. when she was ill. I took care of my grandpa. I mean, like I've, I've always been a caregiver. It's passion. I don't yeah. know any other way to be. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's someone, you know, like out at the Walmart that mm-hmm. needs help. Like that's just how I am. And so like are those there are benefits to going into that career mm-hmm. eventually and having a little bit more money and a little bit more you know Comfort, uh, yes. yeah just peace of mind right but it's not at the end of the day the, the driving force but it's oh, always the goal to eventually get have more education to make more money yeah.
0: right. on that same note um i just recently learned that um when what is it called when people We just talked about this, but when they um, stay uh, for medical, they have to, like, live in, what's it called? Residency.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: I just learned that the person that created that whole concept was a coke addict. Yeah. And the reason why he kept so crazy hours and they demand, like, it's now tradition that they have to do that many hours and work constantly till they're exhausted is because he was a coke addict and he was always, you know, on that high. And that's why, you know, he was able to do, you know.
4: It's not normal. 40 hours in a row?
0: Well, they did a study on these kids that are doing this, and one out of every four kills a patient because they're too tired to do their job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's terrifying because if you think of thousands of people that are in residency every year, like one of four, you know, Mm -hmm. that's that's crazy. Like stupid stats,
1: mm-hmm. well, I mean social work is the same way, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying there's not enough of no, mm-hmm. and then even I mean, and then they're the ones that we do have, I mean some of them are so crooked I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just I have done interviews with some, I'm just just telling her about this, and um, I mean, I'm not gonna name names or agencies, you know, <laughs> but um that I had to I, I one of my questions to ask them was about our code of ethics. And they were just kind of, like, dumbfounded, like, uh, oh, I haven't looked at those in forever.
0: Yeah. And
1: I'm just
4: like...
0: (laughs) That's sad.
4: How is that even okay? Again. How are you you doing your job if you're not living by your code of ethics, not just what is set out for you Mm -hmm. in your career, but as a person?
1: Yeah. And I see it, too, with, like, the organizational structure, you know, like, we're here to say that we don't judge and we, you know, want change and Mm -hmm. we want equal rights, you know, all that. But then I see them doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, i am they do it to me still. I mean, I have had a few breakdowns recently because of that. You know, um, it's its just, I think that's, you're never going to not find that that kind of stuff exists. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. That kind of brings us to the next point that I wanted to talk about. Do you think if money wasn't an issue and people did what they loved, that the common person would be more happy?
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely. Yeah.
1: I found my passion in social work and I'm super glad I did because I know how it feels like you guys were saying to work those like dead end jobs where I, you know, made three twenty five an hour mm-hmm. and was lucky to make a hundred bucks a week in tips mm-hmm. with no vehicle, mm-hmm. with none of that. Um, I think that if people, everyone was able to go and find their passion and what makes them happy, you know, like, Hey, this is not, I'm passionate about it. Like I'm going to do it till like, mm-hmm. I drop. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the world would just be happy. I think people would be a lot happier with each other, yeah.
4: with themselves. And I just, think it would be more productive.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. The The argument against it is that, well, who's going to do the jobs that nobody wants? Well, every, every career field has a person that loves it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's exactly. a dude that's at McDonald's. And that he, like, cooking is his passion, but McDonald's is, you know, like, he's a company man, and he's probably been there for 20 years, and that's what he wants to do to retire. Mm
4: -hmm. I think the happiest people are the people that run the grill at the Waffle House. They are always (laughs) smiling. They're always And I didn't mean
0: no diss towards McDonald's, but that, you know, stigma is that McDonald's is a dead-end job that you only get, and people are like, well, you know, we shouldn't pay them more because they should go find something better to do. But
4: they're doing the job you don't want to do. Yeah. So right. That's what my they grandpa always said. More. Who's
0: going to do it if, you know, they Normal. don't? So let's complain
1: some more. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: He's like, are you going to go in there and cook? I'm like, no. He's like, well, then shut up.
1: Somebody I know, I know said I something. I have. <laughs> Somebody I know said something. like,
2: why do they want, why do fast food workers want, um, you know, $15 an hour because... They're just high school kids and college kids. And I'm like, oh yeah, is that why McDonald's is closed at 11 a.m.? Like, no, it's not. And then there's some people that they can't, their retirement that they've paid into for their entire career. They can't even live off of that. Mm -hmm. So they're 70 and having to go work at McDonald's Mm -hmm. to pay their bills. Yep. And it's like... I, have you have you been to a fast food restaurant in the last yeah. 15 years? Because it's not kids.
1: No. It's never no. kids.
4: Statistically
1: <laughs> like, speaking, if you want to look at the real statistics, no, it's not. It's low-income families. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Um, people just, you know, trying to make ends meet and most of them can't even do it. And yes, so. a lot
0: of people complain because felons and stuff like that are getting jobs at these places, but where else are they going to work?
2: Right? Yeah. And, like, I don't get that. And I don't get the whole, this is related but a little different like when you talk about things like universal basic income or you know even working under you know collective measures it's like oh people are going to take advantage of that well first of all no not everyone is going to take advantage of that and you don't think that there are people taking advantage already what do you think somebody paying someone below what they can make is is that not somebody taking advantage of somebody already and mm-hmm. as far as like you know people talk about like uh what like welfare queens you know which is oh terrible God. i'm like first of all do you know how people do I you know how much so long, these, these people makes me right cringe. like <laughs> just terrible racist outdated attitudes mm-hmm. about things and poor people and just oh it's awful but anyway like to me it's a statistically very small number right. of fraud cases mm-hmm. there's more corporate welfare fraud mm-hmm. in america than there is actually welfare yeah. fraud and if somebody is lying so that they can have more food for their children why that's does it matter fine. <laughs> why,
1: are we, why are we aching yeah and, about and i understand, to understand to
2: that yeah there are people that are going to you know, it's people will be like, "Well, I know somebody that has food stamps and they sell them for drug money." Okay, but do you know fifty million people that do that?
1: Because right. and that's do they know that
0: person or have they heard that? Exactly. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Are you sure yeah. you know that person? Do yeah. you yeah. Okay. yeah.
0: Well, a lot of times it's just, oh, you know, I see a lot of men coming in and out of her house, so mm-hmm. therefore she's selling it.
3: Uh, hell,
2: are we just gonna pay people? we're just gonna pay people to stay home well they don't deserve to starve just because they
1: don't work like you do or live like you do or look like you do and that's a common
0: misconception
3: yeah
1: that just happened to me i mean honestly they took me off of any type of assistance that i could get um why i guess because i live comfortably Mm -hmm. i have a nice house i have a nice car i have these things and they're like well then you don't need this
0: yeah well, a common misconception about universal income is that it would be enough to live off of.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> um,
0: no. You know, we're talking about $600 that's bucks
3: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. um, That's not enough to live off of, but it's enough to make your decisions easier. And maybe that person can go pursue something that they're actually going to enjoy and thrive in and be a good employee than, you know, to stay at home and
1: be miserable, live off of their parents. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It actually promotes people getting into the job field it's actually statistically shown they did a study in Finland i don't know if mm-hmm. you know the 2017 2018 <laughs> study they gave 2000 people randomly uh like 600 euros or something like that um and mm, i think it was like an outstanding like number of those people who actually went into the job field that weren't working
4: but like you said earlier how many people could use that money to go get nice clothes, to get yeah. shoes, to have well, gas to get back and forth to that job. That's what people
2: miss, and I don't think they miss it. I think the people that have all it. of the money fully understand it, and yeah. they push the yeah. rhetoric that, oh, well, people don't people aren't really thinking about it or whatever. They're just after the money. They're the after people the that money I put in, like the lower middle class and below, people spend like what 110 to 120% of every dollar that they make that mm-hmm. comes into their household why would you want to put why would you not want to put the buying power in those people's hands so everybody's small business gets a boost mm-hmm. you know well, well
1: the, the greedy, stimulus has
0: proven that
1: i feel like yeah. the greediness exactly
2: comes and we're out doing it don't yeah. tell me we can't do it we've been doing it we've been doing it, been doing it for the last year right. don't tell me and we where can't did do
0: that it. money just magically come from right. right, all the people that said oh yeah we don't have we we would have to rob All of these different, you know, um, like money that we set aside and we're going to put our country more in debt. And it's like cut military by 10%.
2: I actually just. And it would
0: pay for all of that.
2: I had pulled up, um, and this is based on 2015 dollars, but it's talking about um, discretionary and uh, mandatory spending and what we spend. And so in 2015 dollars, 100 point or 1.11 trillion dollars was spent in discretionary spending in the United States. 53.71% Fifty three point seventy one percent of that was spent in the military, mm. and it's not like when I when people hear me talk about that, they're like, oh, "Well, you're anti-soldier." Yeah. I'm absolutely no. No. not. Hey, I swore into the
1: Marines. Don't tell me that yeah. I'm anti-soldier.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they should get paid more. We should mm-hmm. take better care of them. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we wouldn't have, what is the, I'll have to look it up. If you talk um, to
0: any military, like, person that knows what they're talking about, they'll tell you that there's a lot of military waste.
2: Yeah, there's, that's what I was, there's like a, um, like a plane graveyard somewhere, mm. I'm looking it up. But, um, where we, we bought and paid for these, this equipment that's just... Sitting in the desert.
0: Well, there's another thing that they were showing. Somebody on TikTok, which he's probably not with the military anymore. (laughs) But he was showing that they would get pallets in of certain things, and it would be the wrong style or the wrong brand or whatever, you know, like military vests, and they would just ship it off and leave it somewhere. Instead Mm of, I mean, because you can't send military-grade, you know, bulletproof vests to civilians. Like, it's not something that you can just, you know, repurpose um, so they just let it rot. And it's just like all because of a you know, miscalculation or a wrong order. And that's crazy. Like yeah. millions of dollars or so.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's um, the big one that I was talking about is in Arizona. It's the Aerospace Maintenance and Regeneration Group. Um, it's the home to the world's largest airplane boneyard at davis monthan Air Force Base in Tucson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just don't, don't tell me that we don't have money for... You know, universal healthcare. Don't tell me that we don't have money for you know uh, universal basic income. Yeah, we have it. We're just putting it directly into the pockets of the same you know
3: yeah.
2: very small group of people. And so, yeah, you know when <laughs> when it looks like you don't have money in the company or the you know, company funds, the country funds, yeah. you know, yeah, that stuff looks unobtainable. Yeah. But first of all nothing healthcare costs do not that's not what that stuff costs at yeah. <laughs> like, right. one cough drop is not ten dollars yeah it's just not that's why like it's overbloated costing mm-hmm. or that sounded
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: overbloated pricing <laughs> <laughs> and then you know that's the stuff that our government spends money on in uh, the mandatory spending health care and social security mm-hmm. is a lot of it yeah but you know what if it's Even if we enough. weren't all taxed on a marginal tax bracket, because I ha- I hate when people... Or a flat tax rate. That's mm-hmm. what they say. Oh, you need a flat, flat tax rate. Okay. Well, let's say a flat tax rate of 10% because I'm bad at math. <laughs> you know, $10 million, 10% of $10 million, you still have, what, $9 million? Mm-hmm. Right? Is it 10% would be $1 million, yeah, something though. like that? I oh, don't know. Don't ask me. If I have a...
1: <laughs> to school Somebody if is is I have ten right, right now.
2: If I have $10,000... <laughs> If I have a hundred dollars, ten percent, that only leaves me with ninety dollars, which has much less buying power mm. than nine million dollars. Yeah. Right. It's not the same. Yeah. And you know, people are like, Well, they worked hard for that money did they because i don't i you know elon musk i'm sorry didn't
1: work for a thing in his entire (laughs) life i can (laughs) tell you that with a lot of the people that i see today were handed most of what they one of my favorite
0: jingles on tiktok is actually about if i had the money that bezos has have you seen that Where if he if he just got rid of half of his wealth he would still have billions right Mm -hmm. and he could cure cancer or not cure cancer but treat every cancer patient in the world in homelessness and give money to every school system, and that would only be half.
2: Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, I appreciate the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation a lot, but you could do more and you're not doing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, like I used to be a huge Batman fan, but, like, the older I get, I'm like, man, he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't he just, like... He's going to punch
0: guys instead of... Sp- <laughs> he wants to spend
2: all his money to go out and fight crime. Why doesn't he, like... Do programs that, like statistically over time, lower the crime rate in the community? (laughs) Because education is the key. Anyone except Police Wayne's ego. That's it.
3: Yeah, Yeah,
0: it's been proven time and time again that education will diminish the crime rate. Mm -hmm. I mean, it will because Mm -hmm. smarter people will make smarter decisions. Mm -hmm. When and money is a lot to do with a lot of the theft and stuff. You know, if there was a universal income and. These people are still in sneakers, and I'm not saying, like, morality is going to change. Right. But if a kid is still in sneakers because he just wants to eat, you know, he don't have to steal sneakers. He's got 600 bucks in his bank every month waiting on him. Right. And then he can go get a job and, you know. Yeah. And then he's not having to do anything like that, and he may lead a company one day.
3: Yeah. So, I mean. The
2: thing that makes me mad is because you look at, like, the... Uh, socioeconomic classes that are taxed the most mm-hmm. and it's not the people that should be taxed the most. if you right. make the most you should be taxed the most exactly. right but that's not how our tax system set no, up no. so we tax or you know pay the most yeah. in taxes mm-hmm. and then we don't have enough to put back into the economy which is how we're in the situation that we're right. in mm-hmm. everything is super expensive and nobody has enough money to cover it or if you do you know, I don't know how you got there, well, but you might want to look at that. <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: my opinion, and my opinion only. I haven't done enough research, I'm afraid, but um, uh, the studio is going to blow away at any point. Um, but you know, like the reason why a lot of times these politicians who, like, if you just look at their like what they make after they're done, yes, for or their where they, life,
2: especially like where they. And well, yeah, for sure, like pensions and yeah, stuff, but then if you look, it's very interesting to me, I'm sorry to cut you off oh, you're fine. but it's very interesting to me to look at where they go to work
3: yeah.
2: after mm-hmm. they're done and what their job is after they're yeah. done, because if you're gonna go straight you know to giving and i'm talking I'm talking both sides, I could drop politicians' names, but I'm not going to <laughs> if you're going and giving twenty million dollar talks at Goldman Sachs as an ex-president or ex-first lady. Why? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why? Why are you doing that? Why do you have such high powerful friends there?
3: Yeah. Well,
0: you know, the reason why politicians that are sitting comfortable want to keep a certain group poor is because those are the easiest to manipulate.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, It's the uneducated poor people that have more like if you throw them a bone every once in a while even though you're the one starving them right they're gonna do what you say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's i mean
2: i think that's a lot of why health care is tied into labor mm-hmm. in the yep. united states mm-hmm. it's because you know it's really hard to keep you from going and finding another job down the street when you've got three kids and one of them has asthma and one mm-hmm. of them has a
4: you know rheumatoid arthritis or you know that was said over and over the only reason why i'm here is because of my benefits it's the only reason why i'm here if i wasn't here like if i didn't have my benefits i would drop this place in a heartbeat for um, six years,
1: I've I've yet to work for someone that gave me benefits, so that's cool for y'all.
4: <laughs> I'm just <Yeah>. saying, <laughs> well, I don't have the, any right now. Uh, yeah. I would love to. Well, have. Even when I tried to
1: work, they still didn't want to give me
3: benefits. <laughs>
1: I They're very so much enjoy my job.
2: Um, if I honestly, I very much enjoy my job. I like the people I work with. I like the people I work for.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, I like working in the public sector. I do, and I'm never going to get rich doing it. Never. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would also like to have a little bit more balance in my life um you know i just i want to have more time to do the things that enrich me as a human Mm -hmm. and i'm you know i used to think like oh my dream job my dream job i don't have a dream job like that's my dream is not to work forever (laughs) like that is not (laughs) you know
0: well that's part of the finland study too Mm -hmm. was that they noticed that people didn't rely on being at work all the time anymore Mm -hmm they weren't afraid to take vacations they They weren't afraid yeah they spent money on smaller businesses because even though the prices were a little higher they could afford them right and so small business became bigger um it was one of those things where mentally they were a little more easygoing because and you know friendlier because i don't have to stress out and cry myself to sleep at night i'm gonna go out and be social and You know the society is going to profit from me.
1: Mm -hmm. I can tell you that Finland is um, one place that there's a lot of evidence based practices from um, that like for social work we do look a lot at a lot of the things that they've done like the universal health care and the income Mm. and then like their mental health is even better. I mean the list goes on with those people that are with those countries that are finally implementing those and making those and yeah that's I just I know a lot of people that use the, the research from Finland. And if it Why, Why don't you go live there, Lacey?
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would. Yeah. If Someone wants to
1: pay, pay
2: for I'm, me to move <laughs> there. <laughs> right? yeah. I that people like that have actually never looked at what it takes to live internationally because yeah. you have to have like starting out like a minimum of twenty five thousand oh, yeah. dollars, and have they say you should. You visit. still have to
0: pay American taxes. You do,
2: and they say that you should visit the country that you want to move to six times. Mm-hmm. Before you, Before move you decide. So mm-hmm. I have to have $25,000, figure out how I'm going to pay my international exactly. taxes, and go on six vacations? Yeah. Never mind. Exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, why don't I'll you just leave already? I'll I'm stay like, in hey, I, <laughs> I
1: would leave. But like, I, I, I would totally walk <laughs> yeah. across that line, but I can't. Yeah. Well, if
4: they this can do it, why
2: can't we? This is all going to make me super unpopular, but I just want everybody to know that I don't care.
1: Amen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, but the, you know, that's also you know showing to make you more happy is yeah. to not care what yeah. people think oh my gosh we, that's <laughs>
2: something that we've been
0: it's really a, talking it's a cage.
2: about yeah it really like, is. yeah I, and it was it was told to me growing up i mean from the time i was in kindergarten it was very ingrained into me that being popular was important and i mean it Anybody that knew me in high school can tell what kind of what that did to my <laughs> psyche. I, you never knew what I was going to come dressed like because I was trying to fit in with a new group like every six months, <laughs> you know. And it just now I'm like, I can hear, you know, about opinions that people had of me. And I'm like, those may have been based in fact. They may have not been based in fact. But I've lived my life just fine without mm. them. You know, nobody pay my bills. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I look at I A lot of times I still struggle with, like, self. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. And
2: then I look around and, like, look at the people that I'm close to. And I'm like, they don't have bad things to say about me. I'm Mm -hmm. sure they have complaints because I do, too. (laughs) Listen, Mm -hmm. I have to be with this girl all day. I never get a break. But, like, I I started really, like, (laughs) letting people love me. Mm -hmm. And it really has taught me.
4: You're not that bad? Yeah. Like, but,
2: I
1: actually kind of enjoy myself yeah. sometimes. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I posted that on Facebook the other day about me always being the storyteller, me always being the bad kid, me always being mm-hmm. all these things that I still get those judgments. I don't care.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, say what you want to, throw me in jail. I mean, they're going to do that, too. I mean, I've, I've I've been around the block, you know. I just don't care anymore. And so, like, when I see my friends and just see other people, Finally learning to be like that I'm like yay
2: yeah. Welcome to the team <laughs> yeah. When I to In every judgment That somebody had on me Like another piece of clothing
4: mm-hmm. You know
0: it's too much of a burden to bear. Yeah. It really is.
4: Well, and like for me, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm that caregiver. And so it's almost like you're always trying to find acceptance. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I didn't do enough, so you don't like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, it's taken me a while, and I'm not fully there yet. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever fully be there. But I have kind of started saying to myself, like, I'm not the problem. Mm-hmm. The opinion and the worry and all the things that you're doing to throw at me. That's a that's problem. problem with you, yeah. not with me. Yeah. And that took me so long because I would just come to him and I'm like, everybody thinks I'm weird. Nobody likes me. Nobody Ooh. wants to be much. my friend. I talk too much. I
1: told my mom that sometimes I think people would just rather me not be alive anymore. Like, they're just that savage to me yeah. sometimes.
4: Mm-hmm. And Aaron had to tell me, like, it's not you. He's yeah. like all those qualities that you're saying is what makes you you. Yeah, and that's He's what like, makes that so in love them with you. Right. That's what makes them Yeah, that's Because they, they don't have those qualities or they don't have that joy or they Mm -hmm. don't have that characteristic that you're so worried is the flaw right and in all actuality they're like why can't I be more like her yeah
1: and it's not you I I lived my life a lot like that living under my brother's shadow Mm -hmm. and just never being as good as him never being enough Mm -hmm. and um I had to jump on a Greyhound bus and go all the way to Reno, Nevada to figure out that I really just don't care anymore, mm-hmm. you know. And we, we've we discussed that. Like, mm-hmm. he brought me back, mm-hmm. you know, from saying, whoa, <laughs> who <laughs> are you right now, Lacey? Mm-hmm. You know, but, yeah, again, the acceptance piece is huge mm-hmm. for all of us, every human. And mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I still struggle with it a lot. Yeah. A lot. I still do. Yeah. And I, ev- I want everyone to feel normal mm-hmm. knowing yeah. that we all still struggle with it. Yeah. And it's never going to go away. Yeah. We just yeah. got to be able to talk about well,
0: it. Well, and learning the difference between looking at yourself in the mirror and thinking, I hate myself or I need to improve are mm-hmm. two different things. Yes. Yes. And when you finally realize that, it, it makes a world of difference. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I need to lose weight. I know this. <laughs> when I look in the mirror, I don't, like, or until I look in the mirror, I don't feel fat all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just, you know, 18-year-old me. Yeah, And then when I look in the mirror, I'm like, <laughs> you know. i'm the same way no
2: i like it sometimes i'm like oh god i did not realize you know but mm.
0: that's, let me out like this
3: <laughs> but
2: like i you know i've started seeing a new doctor and we're doing a lot of health stuff i picked up three diagnoses in, in one doctor's mm-hmm. appointment and was like oh well that's new information right <laughs> but like as hard as it is and like changing the things i eat and changing my activity level as hard as it is i'm looking at it the first for the first time as self-care mm-hmm. because nobody's gonna else is gonna do it right. no one else there's mm-hmm. nothing i'm not gonna wake up one day and be like skinny mm-hmm. it's just not gonna happen <laughs> no. yeah. it's a
0: journey it's yeah. not a destination no. it really
2: is and to me skinny's not even skinny used to be the goal always yeah. the goal skinny's not the goal anymore I think mental health is i want to be healthy and i want to be able to you know if i get a wild hair and i want to you know go hiking i want to be able to do that and And not feel like you're
4: dying while you're doing it exactly and i (laughs)
2: want to like i just really want to live for like if i could i would live for however long that i wanted to and then like that would be fun i always say i want to live forever but i don't know if i'd really want to live forever i just Uh, would want to be i would be able to say take me
1: out early (laughs) 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 well
2: like you know under different yeah Circumstances, but I don't want to stop experiencing things. That's me. That's how Aaron. I'm
0: is. a Renaissance man. Mm-hmm. I, I want to live a million years so I can learn yeah. everything. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs>
2: friends and I, for a very long time, have been like, "You turn into a vampire, you're going to turn me right." Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. This is a. So yeah. No, I yeah. I get it.
4: And with Aaron talking about his weight, like being his wife, like I don't see that. Like mm-hmm. I just see my six four husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. When he and I go, I'm like, I'm like, you're so big. I don't. You're just big, Aaron. I don't oh, think. Just been big. I don't <laughs> think wide. I think my husband is six four. Yes. he is big. He can't fit in this little Ford Focus. Like right. he is a tall man. <laughs> so when he's like, oh my weight, my weight, my weight, I'm like, well, okay, but yeah. I don't see it because well, he's I'm my husband. Better because and it, he's 6'4 It
0: used to be all I would think about. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't do this visual yeah, stuff at all. Uh, my lives, no, yeah. never would have happened. Um, But I, I got comfortable with me. And I'm like, you know, realizing that people don't get to see me. They see me at a certain point, mm-hmm. but they don't see that I'm, like, losing weight. They don't see that I'm right. getting better mentally. They see the
4: glimpse of you. Yeah, mm-hmm. they see
0: me in my current state, and they don't get to see all the, you know. And it's the same way with mental health. Like, people don't see the trauma that you've Even. gone through, that you've conquered. Like, each day right. is something like on my uh discord i just put you know we survived we made it and you know like congratulations i'm glad you're here because yeah. that's important to me because there's a lot of people that can't say that right now mm-hmm, that God. they're they live they're alive right now like we we all lost people you know mm-hmm. within the last 3 or 4 years that has been just tragic yeah. and and it's It's something to be joyous about. We should celebrate.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, you know, even getting to, like, being on camera and stuff. That's something that I'm... Trying really hard to come to terms with um, like, mm-hmm. how Lacey posts that terrible picture <laughs> me that I was supposed to just stay on
4: her phone. Yeah. but I, the they l- stole my phone. But you all looked adorable. <laughs> like. I was just like, "Look at Megan, I love her," because I hadn't seen your hair purple yet. And I was like, "Her hair's purple." It was
2: really purple.
4: But and I really was like, "Her glasses look like Harry Potter." <laughs> Everyone always says that. I, <laughs> I need it. to tell her they're that transitions.
2: <laughs> so when I'm out in the sun, I kind of feel like John Lennon, oh, yeah. a better person. But no, like I'm. I'm in the point in my life where I'm like, just take the picture. Mm -hmm. Just take the picture. I look like, no matter what image I have in my head, I look like what I look like. Y'all are seeing me. You're looking. Your eyes are upon me. (laughs) So, just because I don't like the way the picture looks because I think I look a certain way.
0: Yeah. It changes your viewpoint.
2: Yeah. And one of these days, that picture might be all anybody has.
3: There's a
0: certain period in my life that I don't even remember what I look like. I mean, I know what I look like, but there's no pictures within like a three-year gap except for, like, Easter and stuff. Right. Because I was so afraid of gamers. Yeah. And that was when I was skinny, which is Mm -hmm. weird, because even when I was skinny, I felt huge. Um, When I was in sixth grade, I was six foot tall, and I actually started developing a slump Mm -hmm. because I was, like, so weird. Like, I felt weird for being big. Like, I was, you know, a foot taller than everyone.
2: People can't, just, like, they can't not comment Mm -hmm. on your body. Yeah. (laughs) Like, doesn't matter if it's too big, if it's too
4: small, if you're too short, if you're too tall. And most of the time, they don't it. even know
0: they're doing it.
4: Right? But I just they feel call, like it's none of their business. Yeah.
0: But, like, being called big guy or, like, hey, big boy, what's up?
4: That makes him angry.
0: But it, it's oh, one God. of those...
4: I said that just a second
0: ago. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, but, no, like, like b- random Ooh. people that I just meet for the first time, they'll call me you and... You play basketball?
4: Well, well used to ask me that all the time.
0: Yeah, but it's, like... When in their eyes, a lot of times they probably mean tall, but when they say it, it sounds like they're commenting on my weight. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean my instantly, like it drops my demeanor, you yeah. know, and it's not, it's not something that I can control. It's just mentally it already, mm-hmm. like now I'm awkward, you, you can know? see it too, like, yeah. you know.
4: He's like me. We we both kinda wear our heart on our sleeve. That's how we are. And I think that's what makes us better together is because mm-hmm. that's just how we are. Like I Completely know really honest mad. with each other. Yeah, Like I know when he's mad, he knows when I'm mad. But I can see that when someone does that. And it like being his wife, it does it it hurts me too because mm-hmm. I'm like they're just meaning it as like a chummy kinda like Hey, mm-hmm. hey biggin, or you know, like, yeah. Hey big guy or whatever. They don't mean it the way he takes it but it hurts him. Yeah. Yeah. But it's,
0: like, the fact that you had to say anything like
4: that. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, and that's People just right. can't be socially, like, conscious. Yeah. Like, yeah. can you not just, like, watch what you say? Yeah. And even with, like, people's right. pronouns and stuff, like, people have such a hard time with that. And Aaron learned that, like, with diner discussions. Like, even him, he, like, came to me and he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to say the wrong one. And I'm going <laughs> to make them upset. And I'm not doing it intentionally. But they're like at that moment we weren't aware and mm-hmm. it took us a moment to be aware. Mm-hmm. And it's just simple things of making that extra set to be aware that a lot of people don't do because it's different. Anything that's not... It's just going out of their way yeah. sometimes right. too. You know? Anything an that people
0: don't understand them, yeah. they think they, they're they scared of. Mm-hmm. I mean that's why there was witch hunts. Mm-hmm. They didn't understand the lady Ain't living on the corner. <right>. But, yeah, so, I mean, they persecuted them because you're not like us. Mm -hmm. And so anything that comes out that's new, like every time a new technology comes out the first like 5G you know we heard and it was like everybody's going to grow another arm you know babies are going to grow with no heads first of
2: all that's not how uh, radiation works (laughs) we'd get the cancer our offspring would get mutations just for
0: anyone just in case you're trying to do experiments (laughs)
2: yeah
0: Yeah, for any guy in his basement trying to create (laughs) (laughs) X-Men
1: I get that Um, like what you say I, I don't get like I mean I don't no one ever comes and say, "Hey, Lacey, you're a big girl." Like, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, they do, but that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're not <laughs> so going there. Yeah, we, we won't even get into those people. <laughs> but um, like, a lot of mine is like the tattoos. Oh yeah, you know, everybody wants to comment on them, and that, but mo- they're not for them. No, they're not. So, mo- but I still am in the habit that I cover them up, yeah. just mm-hmm. to avoid that conversation with people, because I'm like,
0: and that I though.
1: really don't care to tell you yeah. about. Every the,
4: reason why you got your tattoo. Yeah,
1: where I got them out, mm-hmm. what they mean, and no, it's not Jesus, and no, it's not Madonna.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, there's a big stigma still in healthcare, and it's like, come on, people, it's 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you have this generation that's canceling people that you give all this authority to, but. People in healthcare can't have colored hair and tattoos and piercings. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense to me. That's
2: what, like, (laughs) whenever I go, like, have gone to a new job interview, I make sure that, like, the majority of my tattoos are showing. Mm -hmm. I have my nose ring in if you know I'm, and i'm not gonna say anything i'm gonna show up to the interview so you know what you're gonna get
1: right no i take <laughs> it out and then they see it and they're yeah. like i just love to see the face and they're yeah. like yeah. oh i didn't know you had tattoos in here yeah so oh
0: like, great yeah. i didn't
1: know
4: <laughs> <laughs> i got told you want to judge me again yeah i got told i had to cover mine up and they were not covered when i went to the interview yeah and mm-hmm. I'm like, but you hired me like this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I didn't take my facial piercings out um, when I was in the nursing program last year because it, I loved them, but it was so much work. Like taking, putting them in, mm-hmm. and then having, having, to, having to, to take them, take them out, out yeah. for three days, and then putting them back in. And I'm like, this is just. Not worth the hassle. This is going to be my life for the next 10 months. Mm-hmm. And then it became a whole other year. So I'm just like, it's not <laughs> six years worth. Well, yet and I noticed sh- the people that get that the me. most heck about <laughs>
0: it. I don't wish it. The people that get the most crap about it are usually ones that are very subtle. Like, you know, yeah. like, I mean, like your nose I, ring is not even that noticeable.
3: I then.
2: will say, like, and maybe it's just that I just don't talk to people. Like, because I will, like, <laughs> If y'all ever see me in the store and you want to talk to me, you're going to have to talk to me first, because I'll go the other way. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't, yeah. laughs> like, when I'm, like, out keep in public, I'm like, just get
4: the thing done yeah. to me and go back to your cave. Okay, good. Next time I see <laughs> you at Walmart, just be like, hey! Yeah, you'll have to, because <laughs> you're going to stop. You did me.
0: that to me one time when I had my headphones in. I remember at Walmart? <laughs> you ran up behind me.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: you won't see me. And and you so, won't even see me. No, but I,
0: not, I felt good bad at the, all day I'm good after at hiding. that. <laughs> i thought I thought I was like, she's going to think I was avoiding her the whole time.
2: She My was memory. avoiding you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My memory's so bad that people all the time are having to tell me something I'm like, Oh, that ha- that happened. And I honestly I think it's because I spent so much time up here uh-huh. that like
1: and I have so much useless. Logging like, it out was a coping mechanism. Oh yeah. yeah. Well
2: and and then like the things that say are like song lyrics and like Factoids, and so information it's almost like (laughs) my memories have like i remember being in high school and not remember remembering much at all about elementary school and now Mm -hmm. i have a hard time remembering stuff about high school it's a coping mechanism anything that you don't
0: constantly bring up
3: yeah no no, yeah what's
0: funny about memories too
3: is that i learned
0: when you file them it deletes the original And makes a copy. And Mm -hmm. so every time you remember something, by the time you're 80, it's not the same thing that actually happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so... It's funny how our brains work. Oh, like
2: I'll, I'll be like, I don't know if this is a false memory, but this I mean, is, I, I, can, I can talk about that all
0: day <laughs> yeah. It's why, it's why hypnotism it's can a good about bringing up repressed memories yeah. and yeah. why we
1: don't just file them away and yeah. act like they never happened. We talk about them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, we file <laughs> them away. Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> and what's
0: funny is we're starting to learn now that most memories that you've lost are never lost. Nope, they're still they're in not. there. And yeah, that's you why, can't. H- you can't lose one. Yeah, hypnotism and stuff like that and meditation can really help. And, um, it's kind of scary. Some of the stuff that you're like, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. I know whenever yourself.
4: I had my psychiatrist that was in Norman, they kept wanting to do trauma therapy with me. Ugh. And they wanted to do it, but it was like right in the middle of COVID. And he's like, I we can try, but it's not going to be the same. Like, I no. need you in the office. Yeah, you and don't do it
1: telehealth. Like, not with trauma. It, it would have just... been
4: horrible. And I just kept pushing it back. Like, <laughs> everything else, like, pushing it down. I'm like, nope, pushing it back. We'll just make another appointment for three more months. I'll be like, let me call her again. (laughs) Yeah. I know.
0: I know when I need to talk about stuff because when I talk to my kid's counselor and her (laughs) her psychiatrist and I'm talking to her about them and then I look down and it's like been 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, crap, you have to go. <laughs> I'm just supposed to be telling you what else we need to work on next week.
1: Yeah. It's I not feel just like for, every, for kids, Everyone so. gets on the phone with me. We go from, like, a five-minute conversation to we're probably on the phone for two hours. <laughs> <Yeah. now>. Well,
4: <laughs> and the wonderful thing about her is it's not just for the kids. There yeah. is family counseling mm-hmm. involved. But, you know, you don't want to make it about you when it's mm-hmm. about your kids. Right. Because you want the best for your children. And so you really try to hone in and focus for them. Yeah. But every conversation she always asks how i am mm-hmm.
0: she wants because to be on the podcast now oh that's because awesome she
4: knows
0: yeah. it was so funny she actually asked me she was like or well she she subtly invited herself she was like
4: <laughs> well i would
0: really love to discuss this and since you have your podcast it'd be really interesting I'm <laughs> she's like,
4: amazing that's awesome. i mean she truly is like uh, our kids adore her and she's been so amazing with I'm like glad and like know? his Birth mom. Well, we
1: we.
0: She's great. We
4: We have a grandma, and then we have a great counselor. I'm wondering. I'm wondering
1: if we have the same counselor now. Like Mm -hmm. Piper
4: just absolutely is a complete fan of hers too.
1: Like almost uncontrollable at school. Oklahoma Oklahoma City. City. Okay, no. no.
4: Yeah, we have one that comes to the school, and she's Mm -hmm. like grandma. Mm-hmm. And only sees Hannah, and that's like her best friend. Yeah, that's Piper's counselor is her best yeah. friend. Like well, they we'll say she gets to, It's frustrating
0: sometimes because I'm like, are you are you talking? Are you anything? going shopping?
4: They go
1: shopping, <laughs> <laughs> but
0: you know, I mean, it's a different kind of therapy. She's
1: that is therapy. She's
0: <laughs> not. Oh, I
2: met her. Did you? Oh, yeah. she
4: Kind of the library. We love her. We her.
1: She very
0: nice. Kind of doesn't she have an office in anyway? Winnie She does. Yeah.
1: Her name's Linda. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about the same person. <laughs>
4: um, short, yeah. black hair. Yeah, yeah. She's I build her,
1: and I'm, like, I always get paranoid because I'm, like, I'm such a builder up of people like mm-hmm. that. Like, I'm, like, hey, I just want to tell you thank you. Thank you for all you've done for yeah. my kid. Thank mm-hmm. you for this. Thank you for that. And I do it with her a lot, and just, like, I mean, and it's. Yes. So I'm I'm very excited to know that she works with you. Yeah. Too. Yes. She's well,
4: great. I have an
0: yes. embarrassing story with her, though. Um, <laughs> I was messaging her about Hannah and telling her thank you and all this stuff. And I think it was, like, Christmas. Was it Christmas? It was. And I said, I love you because I'm so used to texting my wife.
3: And at the time,
0: it was, like, mostly her that I text. And so she didn't say anything back.
3: <laughs> so I was like...
0: So for like three days, I'm just like, oh, my God, why did I say that? And then I think eventually she was like, oh, I love you guys, too. Thanks yeah, for I'm all like, you. like know. she knows. But it yeah. was just like that three days of like, man, now it's going to be awkward. She had to take a step
1: back yeah. and let you think about it. I'm yeah. yeah. like, let me just yeah. set that boundary yeah. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> her
4: and her husband actually owned pumpkins before oh, okay. the people that. She doesn't have a husband. My Linda he, doesn't. He died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, like when he was alive, yeah. they but, owned yeah. it. And then she had a store, a women's clothing store somewhere. Now everybody in Paul's Valley going to know who she is. <laughs> she's she's so going to have to relocate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <Thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. No, I know. She's so good at yeah. what she and does. And she would come and probably tell you her whole <laughs> life story. because yeah. That's just how yeah. she is. Well, at first amazing. I
0: was frustrated with it because I was like, okay, you know, Hannah's got a lot of baggage because she knew her dad. Yeah. And so she still calls me Aaron because dad is a bad word to her. Right. Mm -hmm. Because her dad left. And then her big daddy was her grandpa and he died and left, you know, left. And he
4: kind of stepped in and was the father figure for a long time for her because, I mean, we did the whole go back home, live with them for a while. Anytime I couldn't provide grandma and big daddy stepped in and provided. Yeah, G Mall. Yeah, G Mall. So I mean it was it was like Daddy was still Yeah. And him. so
0: you know, when when he passed away, like she basically was not she didn't tell me, but it was like, okay, you're Aaron, you know, like I'm not gonna because if I call you this, you're gonna leave. Right. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it and I was like, there's no pressure. I was like, Lindsay's called me Daddy because I'm literally the only father figure she's had except for her grandpa, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and so it was like a no-brainer for her to say, Daddy, well, you know, with with Hannah, it is, it's it's a trauma, you know, and every time she hears that word, I mean, she'll tell everybody else, like, I'm her dad. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she won't call it, you know, call me that. And we have this mutual understanding. And I think one day, if she wants to, that's awesome. You know, I'll be dad, I am, you right. know, and as far as I'm concerned, you know, she's she been my kid from day one. So. If she never does, that's fine.
4: I'm a bonus mom. <laughs> I'm the uh, extra level game. Yeah. That you get. That's, what, that's how I had to explain it. Like, I'm that bonus level that mm-hmm. you get after you've played a really good game. Yeah. <laughs> I am that extra mom for you. I'm never going to be She has a mug mom, that says it, mm-hmm. never, But I am your bonus mom. But I'm also the one, just like him to my girls, I'm never going to leave. Mm-hmm. I know every bump, scrape, bruise, your favorite food, everything. Yeah. I am your mom, and
0: he's he struggles with that. Um, mm-hmm. He like yesterday he was mom having he was having a bad day. That's
3: hard, yeah. And he was it talking is.
0: about it's sad. he's like, "Why do I have to have two moms?" And it was like, in the moment, I couldn't console him because he was angry. But a lot of the pain that he puts on her is because he wants to punish his real mom, mm-hmm. and it's very hard for him to understand
3: that.
1: What do you call that? Re-, re- Redistribution? No. So I don't. Uh, but, yeah, it's projecting. I'm trying to think of the word. It starts yeah.
0: with. Uh, he's projecting hard. his anger on her, and it's really hard for her because she does everything right. You know, she gives him the extra attention that he needs. She loves him. She's clothed him, bathed him. You know, everything, and um, it's real hard to watch because there's nothing I can do about it other than just kind of try to correct it. Where you know when he steps over the line, and you know he's I'm just looking sorry he's um he's he when he talks to the girls he says mom but he doesn't call her mom very often um, unless he slips
4: and I'm okay with
2: that. But when no. I when I went in there earlier I opened the door and he turned around and went Mom, he was like, you're not Mom
4: <laughs> Well I like I told him I was like I can be Mama Megan. Yeah. I can be Megan. It's I can up be to them, whatever if, like want. I'm not gonna yeah. force you to do anything, no. but I'm not going anywhere. But my point right. and children need that stability. Like yeah. that that one person is not going anywhere. Even yeah. if it's not a parent. Yeah. And that's like with the whole counseling thing. That's why I'm so adamant about them going, mm-hmm. is because if they can't talk to me because they think that they're going to be in trouble, or they're going to hurt, they your feelings, can talk to her. You know? Yeah, they yeah. can talk to their counselor, or they can talk to a teacher, or yeah. a social worker, or and whoever despite, it is. And
0: despite what kid, like the perception of kids is, they don't want to burden you. Yes. Like they really don't. Yeah. Like a lot of times, the reason why they don't tell you things is because they know that you deal with so much. You know, right? It's hard for them.
4: Yeah. Completely agree.
0: Kids' brains are funny. I mean, and I think we knew that. Like, I, I tell people, if you knew me in high school or junior high or and especially in elementary, uh, please don't judge me on that. Like, come back and get to know me now.
4: That was before I knew who I was. I
0: couldn't stand myself back then. <laughs> so like, I know like, You that can judge me all you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: like, I did what yeah. I did. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to, like, read one of his deals because we had to do this earlier today. Um, so we said because we didn't go to church, we watched just some YouTube songs and like introduced the kids to like Kirk Franklin and like mm-hmm. the kind of two thousand worship, um, just so they could be like have the experience of mm-hmm. it. And Aaron was like, I wanna go to a church like that. And it was a church it was a all African American church, but the spirit was so I mean it was there it was and real. it was so yeah. alive and it was real. And our son says well, you don't want to go to a church like that. And we're like.
0: He, well, he wasn't saying that you don't want to go to church like that. He was saying, you don't want to go to a church like that. You want to go to church like you want to go. And he was trying to like hint at, you know, a black church.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And which is weird because. Our kids don't understand skin color. Like they don't. We don't talk um, that
1: way. I, I specifically sat mine down just so we could have the conversation. Well,
0: well, I mean, yeah, they they, they know it because mm-hmm. we've talked about it. But I'm saying, yeah. like, if they describe something, they <laughs> are not allowed right. to say, "Oh yeah, the black guy did this." They they have to say, "This guy with this mm-hmm. color shirt on," or whatever. In fact, my son is so trained that when he says the black people. He's talking about their shirt color. And <laughs> I had to explain to him that that can be you misleading and that. he <laughs> can't say that. Yeah.
4: So the question Aaron has is, how do we reprogram racism? And so we had to really, this morning, we knew what he was trying to say. Yeah. And he never came out and said it. But we had to let him know that we don't speak of people of their color yeah. because it doesn't matter. And my,
1: my way of, my answer to that, education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how we reprogram it. We, we educate Our future. We educate ourselves Mm -hmm. and um, self awareness, Mm -hmm. self reflection. um, You know, that's how we redo that
4: because it's regurgitated information. What it has has been for decades is what they do. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So it's up to us now to say, okay, this is how we're going to do it. This Mm -hmm. is how it's going to be done. Yeah. Well, and I think another
2: big part of that um, is the onus is on the person, Mm -hmm. um, especially for adults. There's something that I've found. Um, it was a really bad problem with me and my youth. And um, do you want to take a break? That's what I was saying. Um, can we start over <laughs> okay.
0: uh, Yeah,
2: but okay. it's live, so <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Like, oh. <laughs> okay. um, a lot of like rehabilitating a racist, especially with adults, comes from... The willingness to not be correct, which is something that I found that a lot of people have a very hard time with. It was something that was hard for me for a very long time, and now I'm like, please tell me when I'm not correct so I can fix it. Mm -hmm. But, like, if somebody doesn't mean something to hurt your feelings, like, if, if I said something to you and it hurt your feelings... And you were like, hey, that hurts my feelings. I don't get to be like, well, I didn't mean for it too stupid. That hurt your feelings. But there are still grown <laughs> adults, like old people, who yeah. think that way. Mm-hmm. You, you do not get to dictate how other people take something. Mm-hmm. And when confronted with it, you should be like, you know what? That's not what I meant. But I will take, I, I understand why you are perceiving
1: that, yeah. you know. And well, this is where I come from. And I see that this is where you come from. And yeah like w- how can we meet each other in the middle Yeah and mm-hmm. and what kills me
2: is the like well I didn't mean that racist so it wasn't racist that's not it doesn't excuse it Yeah that's not how that works yeah. you don't get to you know if mm-hmm. i if i hit you and it hurts and you're like ow oh, that hurts i am going to be like i mean but i know people that do it no it didn't i didn't hit you that hard yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you like yeah. that's <laughs> something that's very big for me cuz i've seen i've seen parents do this to their kids a lot um Like, if somebody is telling you, this is how, this makes me feel. This is what I need from you to make this better. And you just ignore them. Like, that is, and it's something I think about. Like, that's so so rude. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's so rude. I wouldn't want somebody to do that to me. Yeah. You know?
1: That's a a big way of, um, for me as a mother, a thing that I've tried. Like, we've talked about Tin Steel, and Piper is, like, talk to me let's sit down and talk you know you tell me that i hurt your feelings you tell me how i made you mad so that we can discuss why you know you feel this way and that way and how i feel like how you made me feel in that way Mm -hmm. um because yeah people hate being corrected yeah and i'm i'm all about continued learning like i know i don't know everything Mm. i know i'm not always correct lord knows that you know, but, yes, I see it all too often, especially when we talk about the racism aspect of, um, you know, people just say exactly what you said. Like, but it
4: was just how I was raised. <laughs> it doesn't make it okay. That's what yeah. I hear all the time. Yeah. Okay. It you do think been, your parents could have been wrong? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ever? <laughs> like, and just because you were raised that way, how does, how does that justify what you're saying? Exactly. Like you're saying you need to learn from it because... Just like, like in healthcare, you if someone says, I'm hurting, you can't pick apart how they're hurting. You have to just believe them that mm-hmm. they're hurting. It's the same universally. Mm-hmm. Like, if I've hurt your feelings, you've, I've hurt your feelings. you've I right. can't yeah. take that back. The only thing yeah. that I can do is move forward.
0: Mm-hmm. And you don't know someone's trauma.
4: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. and, you know, sometimes,
2: this is something I have to check myself with a lot, sometimes the reason I, my feelings are hurt is my fault. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know? Like... Just because my feelings are hurt, that I, I re- equate that a lot with self-worth, you mm-hmm. know, and I have it to is. be like, okay, well, my feelings are hurt, but, like, they didn't really do anything. Yeah. This is about how I feel about mm-hmm. myself or within myself. Yeah. And, like, I guess if you don't have that, I, and I know a lot of people that don't have that level of introspection, so I'm sure that things like turning around their racist ideas are hard to, if not impossible, impossible mm-hmm. you yeah. know?
0: We talked about this at think it was with you on the podcast the first season i used to say that's gay
3: yeah mm-hmm. we, did, we did because
0: it was just it just meant hey that's dumb yeah and, that, and i never meant any like i didn't have any problem with gay people right but mm-hmm. when i said it to a gay person one time and then i felt horrible afterwards they didn't say anything they just played off like it never happened that was when I was like, I need to change. Mm-hmm. Because even if that didn't hurt their feelings, it made me feel bad. So I then knew, okay, well, maybe it's not good. Because yeah. if I felt weird, then why was I saying it? You know, it, it was I just made it a habit. And mm-hmm. you have to work at it. And a lot of people don't want to. No. Because mm-hmm. it's easier just to do what we've always done. Right. And that's, that's the
3: whole point.
2: Yeah. There's a lot of things need to change. Not only, you know, we were talking about all of the changes that need to be made you know, in government, but there's a lot that still need to be made in society because Mm -hmm. we've got a long way to go. We, we really do. And, you know, I've seen, um, let me get it back. Train of thought. (laughs) I've seen, um, no, it's okay.
3: (laughs) Well, what
0: I, you know, kind of what you were talking about too, is like, it, it's going to take change on both sides. Um, Mm -hmm. we are going to have to get a little tougher, but not like thick skinned, Right. But, we're going to have to make mental health like it's got to be something that's not stigmatized yes once we start being introspective and forcing people Mm -hmm. to look at themselves then you're going to see a lot of less people getting offended by things Mm -hmm. and there's there is a happy medium
2: Mm -hmm. yeah oh that's i remember where i was going to go talking about cancel culture and stuff Mm
3: -hmm.
2: um this was how it was explained to me and it makes it made so much sense. I was like, oh, okay. Because people do really get upset when you're like, oh, you're taking my favorite thing,
3: yeah. you know,
2: or whatever. The reason a lot of that has been happening lately, which I know is very scary to a lot of people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is because when we were younger, that's the, the stuff that was on TV, it was on TV. Back in the day, if it wasn't, if they didn't put it on a VHS tape, we had no we idea what was going go on <laughs> and watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything is so accessible to these kids mm-hmm. that it is important yeah. mm-hmm. to put context, uh, which of course I'm always in favor of putting context rather than removing something, mm-hmm. but there are some things that like you just can't defend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, those, that song of the South Disney movie that they pulled, you can't defend that. No one needs to see that. You know mm. what I mean? From our
1: land run picture from the fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did we really celebrate I, that? Okay, so <laughs> like, this is that, this is, that, is, that, that, is how just like, you know, Oklahoma
2: history has always been a big thing yeah. in our family. And, and it's always something that I found really fascinating. And I was talking to a former teacher of ours and I was like, why don't they do things like the land run anymore? I mean, this was recently and she went, I think because of the genocidal implications and i was like (laughs) oh oh you know what that makes a lot of sense (laughs) why were we allowed to do that but i was we also we had two teachers that were really really like they love they still love teaching and so they would do like programs like in the spring like one year every class learned about a different country
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and one year we all learned about a different part of the ocean or a different like species of fish in the ocean and um I don't know if this was part of it, but I know one year each class had a different native tribe. And we our class was the Creeks. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like, okay, dress more like, you know, p- plains." It's more like Plains settlers. I don't know how historically accurate that is, but that's what they told them. I was sent to school in an actual Pocahontas costume. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And like... Somebody said something there like you were not supposed to dress like that and I was like, i don't I didn't know yeah. I mean, it yeah. was literally what I was sent to school in yeah. and looking back, I'm like i'm so I, I'm so glad that I like. Learned, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
1: for me, I'm so glad I'm from California. <laughs> like, I came to Oklahoma, and I was like, What is up with this well, place? It's yeah. funny that you
0: say that because a lot of Oklahomans during the Dust Bowl went to California, yeah. And Okie was actually a derogatory a, term, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah,
0: it, you know. And I mean, in a sense, it was their inward towards Oklahoma people because I mean, you were dirty, you were nasty, and they, they were usually covered Four. in dirt because yeah. of mm-hmm. the Dust Bowl, so they'd come with their nasty raggy clothes and being, you know, darker because of the dust. And then they would say, you know, look at those Okies over there. And for years, like, my great-grandpa... And then, you did you know, didn't would, say that, No, yeah. you didn't say Okie. Okay.
2: Well, and, you know, I saw somebody on Facebook complaining because they were like, are they going to come after the Sooners next or whatever? And I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, as far as that goes, cool, <laughs> like, I would
1: see why they would do that. Like,
2: <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't. Th- the sooner thing, I don't know. That's not my. That's not my yeah. battle. It's not my team. So it's yeah. not my battle. You know what I mean? But like <coughs> things like other.
3: She doesn't care.
2: Other, well, I do, and like <laughs> things like other mascots in this county. I'm savages.
3: Like,
2: <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't. It, I cannot believe it. You know, a lot of people talk about how like offensive the Redskins are because of the like mm-hmm. bodily mutilation. connotation of that uh, which is horrible but like I think that Winnie Woods mascot is a problem you know Mm -hmm. I mean I listen I'm I don't have kids there I don't work at that school anymore so you know it it, but if people wanted to make that fight I would definitely support them because the and and some people are like well it's a source of pride and I'm like it was not that's not what that word meant Mm -hmm. like it's not they didn't call them savages as being, like... Oh, a compliment. Yeah. No, they no. called they them savages. It was like, you're, a, yeah. pss, like, you're that, savages. That's not like. a
0: synonym with conqueror, you know? <laughs> oh, it's really not. And, like, <laughs> I
2: just...
1: But some people, they just get
0: so It's because it's all, all they've known. It really is. Yeah. Change yeah. is terrifying. And That's, the older you get, the worse it is.
1: I tell my mom that all the time. Mm-hmm. That's really one of her biggest things is change. Yeah. And I'm like, Mom, the only constant in life is change. Yeah, and we're yeah. going to get a lot so, of
0: comments that say, well, you're too young to understand. Because yeah. my dad uses that a lot. Um, he goes, when I'm I was so your age, I was very now. democratic <laughs> and liberal <laughs> about things. But the older I got, the more wise I got. I became a Republican. And I understand that, you know, like what he's trying to say, but he's not saying it right. Um, See,
2: my thing is when I hear people say that, I think, oh, you mean that you'll get more conservative as you get richer? Well, Mm -hmm. guess what? I ain't, I ain't getting any richer. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: I mean, you look at my grandpa, okay?
2: Oh, my God. I just realized. I'm like, people are going to hear me. Listen, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not any, about anything no, anybody and, didn't already know and about these, me, so. Just a disclaimer
0: that we should have said at the beginning. Everything said here is just our opinion on this day, and it will change. Um, I'm sure there's oh, yeah. going to be things that we look back and go, why did I say that? Yeah. Um, it happens every podcast. There's <laughs> things that I, when I'm editing, I'm going... If I edit this out, will anyone know? And then, um, you know, because it's just yeah. dumb, or I said something that was not statistically correct, or you know, it was similar, but yeah. Or like,
1: I, so I'm going to stop you real quick, so because we go to talking about what we were just talking about. Yeah. Your word, dumb. That gets me every time. Yeah. I'm like, why are you doing that to yourself? <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Like, don't say that your thoughts are dumb. Well, and that's and, not okay. And
0: what what's you know what's sad is. Being in this, I mean, not I sad, but it's it's actually helped me because being broadcasting, I have to edit. I'm if we go two hours, I hear ten hours of myself talking.
3: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: I used to say like and um all the time. I still do a lot, but I've started correcting myself. I think also when I hear myself talking, she's laughed at me before because I'll say something and I'll listen to it on the. Day. I'm like, shut up, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> But it's helped me to be more introspective. It's helped me to realize that I don't know everything and and that I'm just this growing person that, you know, and that's what I was bringing up my grandpa because, yeah, you know, if you knew him at a certain time, he was probably real conservative. And, you know, but as he got older, he did the opposite of what most people did. He got more pliable. He got more um, curious. He started talking about ancient aliens like he'd watch that and he not the stupid stuff but the the talk about you know there's something out there there's gotta be
3: yeah and
0: he started talking about that and was like yeah statistically there's no way there's no other life and and he's like and and then I was like well does that mean that you know God's not real to you and he goes you know no he goes no I think that means that there is something bigger out there like you know what I mean or whatever and he said because we're just a speck yeah and he's like Mm -hmm. And here we are thinking we're the center of the universe and all the stuff. And he got older and more wise. Mm-hmm. and he But he didn't stop growing. And I think right. that's what I want to be. I want to, you know, like we were talking about earlier, I want to live a million years because I want to know yeah. everything.
2: And I <laughs> am so, like, I am so down to learn something new if I find out I'm wrong. Like, if I find out I'm wrong about something my friends hate it. I will literally go back like days later and be like, remember when I said that thing about the, <laughs> about <laughs> I, I the study? I just, um, yeah, I just, that you
0: forgot all about, I just
2: want <laughs> you to know that um, I looked that up and I was wrong. Yeah. You know, for me, you know, talking about this stuff, I talk about it in my personal life all the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And this is really kind of the first time. I mean, I've, I say, th- I write things, you know, mm-hmm. people, everybody seen my Facebook. I'm like, this is the first time I'm like being recorded talking about this. And, I'm kind of real-time having to do a little, like, work on, like, it's okay.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, people are, um, are going to say all kinds of things about how I don't know what I'm talking about.
0: And that's
3: okay.
2: I've got to be okay with <laughs> that. It really is. Now, this is going to make something... I don't know if this any of this is going to make it in the podcast, but, like, I'm, I, you know, at first I was like, why did I get it's into that? It's all
3: going
2: that? in. <laughs> 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 why did I get into that conversation? Yeah. But, like... It needs
3: to happen. But in the moment, it's how
0: you feel. And that's why I think my podcast and, you know, ours together is, is it touches something different because in the moment we're having conversations that we would have off air.
3: Right. Mm -hmm. The
0: whole point of diner discussions is not eating in a diner. It's the kind of conversation that comes about when you're not really thinking too hard about it. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Open discussion. Yeah. Yeah.
0: When you're sitting around the table talking to a bunch of friends, like like you know past traumas come up like sometimes you know you you might remember something hilarious and then snort milk out of your nose like (laughs) whatever it's it's raw and i like that we don't edit too much because we don't want it to be this you know overproduced crap that every you can go anywhere else and listen to yeah
4: well and our biggest thing with the living proof was to show that like, you're safe here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though names may be brought up or towns or whatever, it's a safe environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to worry about what I'm thinking about what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you're validated. It's your opinion. And I wanted to just dig deeper because there's a lot of issues or problems that don't get talked about. <laughs> hmm and it doesn't always have to be controversial you know like it can just be simple silly stuff but it's just a place to dig deeper and know that you're safe no matter what yeah yeah and And everybody longs for that yeah Yeah.
0: exactly and i was gonna say you know i think i said it especially in our podcast that me and both of you did that i'm not educated in certain things and i'll tell you uh, i'm not one to be like oh yeah i know all this and I'm ignorant to a lot and when I do you when know, when I learn you know I do better I try to do better and that's I think the most important thing to take away from this whole discussion so far is that when you know when you know
2: better you do better yeah exactly. when you
0: know when you know you know though and don't pretend like to you know hide behind your mistakes don't don't sit there and use it as a shield you know often we use all of our hang-ups and all of our trauma and stuff as a crutch mm-hmm. we really do I mean for years I did I yep. You know, it's easy to be that weird kid that had, that was, uh, okay, you know, <laughs> they talk about me. Right. <laughs> you know but that weird kid that, you know, was verbally abused or whatever, you know, it's easy to be that person and be like, well, this is why I'm like, I am. And this is why I'm going to continue to be this way instead of learning like why you tick. And you know becoming a better person i think it's it's harder to do that yeah and i think that's the main problem with all of this is that people don't want to do it because it's hard
1: and they don't want to put the work into that self-correction and reflection it's Mm -hmm. oftentimes painful Mm -hmm. for people to self to sit back and reflect on things that they've said and they've done and and it's just easier for them to just say, "Okay, I am I choose to put that and file it away." Like mm-hmm. you guys mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, you know, instead of saying, "Okay, I was wrong." Yeah, you know, well.
2: um. we've had a lot of those discussions over the last couple of days, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it's really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah it but is. I feel better mm-hmm. after they happen. Yeah. Right, to be like, you know, because oh, you, you said this to me so 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 many years ago. You know, y- yep, and that was not. I, I'm sorry because that was yeah. terrible, yeah. and I should have never said that. Yeah. It was
4: not okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, and I think I don't honestly learning how to do that, and it's I still struggle, it, but it's one of the best things that I've ever learned. Just not to like, to it's say I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, like I don't have to defend myself at every turn because yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. I'm wrong, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: and another thing is like I know that we, you know, especially I. I mean, it's, we could blame our exes. I, I mean, I could blame my ex-wife for every problem I have with my son. Um, you know, she married young, had kids young, didn't really get the life, you know, to go live and stuff. And I think that's that's one of those things that w- it would be so easy to just be like, oh, well, you know, because I think other parties do this. And I'm not going to point any fingers, but there's other people that blame the other person for why they're miserable. Yeah. And it's been... <clears throat> <clears throat> you know yeah. five years ago, and yeah. so <laughs> but um it's it's one of those things that if you just chip away at it, even it's like a book, you know. If you sit down and you hate reading books, read one page.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you're gonna get through it eventually. <laughs> yeah. Just like trauma, you have to face it. You have to, because if you put it on the back burner, it festers. It really I, does. I, mean,
1: I used to like reading books. Just like, <laughs> yeah, stay books. school
0: does that to you, though. Yeah. It took me a long time to like get back <laughs> into reading. Me too. It really did. And
1: I blame accelerated reader. <laughs> it's stupid text. I, those are my favorite because yeah. I love to read. Like, are serious? I still do but I don't get to unless it's I, for this I
0: have video. a confession I used to like take tests and if I bombed I would just erase them before because oh there gosh. was a hack before I, I don't know Maybe that was the only one, but I'd get like tons of points
4: <laughs> on books I never read. Because I just wanted to go to the party. Okay? <laughs> I never got to go to those either, yeah. so it's okay. I just wanted
1: to have
0: those, ice
4: for di- cream and, for different and, reasons. and <laughs> an house.
0: Those stupid like summer reading things where you just wrote down all the books you read and, and you would get, you get a the prize. Free
3: pizza, so I would just oh, look yeah. at
0: all the books in the library and start writing crap down. I don't think I read half those books. I,
2: don't I hope you're a... not talking crap about summer reading programs. No,
0: no, that. but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it was so easy to cheat and. I felt like no other kid did it. I'm like, why are y'all not taking advantage of this? Okay.
4: Well, that's well, when honesty. <laughs> as a
2: library director, I will say
3: this.
2: being yeah. ethical. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Please okay. don't we, we take don't this. Talk about <laughs> <right now>. <laughs> <laughs> you get Lacey on it, right? yeah. <laughs> well, Please <okay>. don't <laughs> take this as an endorsement. Um, but anything that engages the kids to me, whether they tell, you know. they told me they read 100 books and they read three, they read three more books than they probably would know. Exactly. Now, do I hope that they are being taught honesty? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But they're engaged in their community. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that to me is more important.
1: Like with me, you know, in social work, I I will never go to a client and say, I don't believe you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who would I be? What kind of worker would I be if I came up to you and said, what you're telling me right now is a lie? I wouldn't do that. So I mean, I, they're probably not going to call you out on like not reading those hundreds of bo- exactly. books until they got a little more proof that you're doing that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, and you know, if you if you really wanted this extra Sonic ice cream coupon, <laughs> I'll just we give are it not, to you. We're a very small library. Yeah. So, like, if you got you ain't got a lot of kick it, homie, I'll give you a free ice cream cone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, um, you know, it's it's funny that I think Goodreads is does the opposite for me and you because yeah. to me it makes me want to read more because i'm like man i've only read three books that was and
3: so long <laughs> i think
0: i think you said it frustrates you mm-hmm. like it, it makes you overwhelmed a little bit
2: yeah well and then when other people are like oh i read all this stuff because it takes me so my It mm-hmm. takes me so long to read a book That i'm like okay y'all like i'm not a bad librarian <laughs> because i've read this book like i'm listening to a book right now and I listen to it like 20 minutes at a time because I listen to it when I go to bed. Me too. Yeah. And I'm like <laughs> I'm passed out after 20 minutes so you know <laughs> I that forgot where Game I was let me start like, over. Yeah. Or The second book of the Song of Ice and Fire series is like long like over a day's worth of yeah. recording long and uh, 20 minutes at a time man I'm getting <laughs> through it <laughs> yeah.
0: I um, I listen to books that would take me a lot of more brain power, like uh, educational stuff. I like mm-hmm. to listen to. For some reason, when I hear somebody talking, mm-hmm. it registers better. Um, especially ones that have a lot of like scientific definitions or words, um, and a lot of uh, autobiographies. For some reason, when in the when it's the person reading it.
2: Oh, I have a good one then. Yeah, but yeah, for your, but I'll there's certain right. <laughs> there's certain
0: people that I can't stand, and I can't like Stephen King when he reads. It's hard for me to get through the book.
1: Well, I—I'll be honest with you guys. I've never listened to a book through audio tape. ever in my life. Ever? I hey, I can hook you up. No, I mean (laughs) I'm I'm really good. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing
4: though because I don't have time to sit and open a book Mm -hmm. unless it's textbook, and so I kind of do what Meg does. Like I'll. Mm-hmm. do 20 30 minutes before i go to bed or i'll go to sleep to it and then i'm like oh god i forgot where i was let me go back
1: i feel like for me it would take the fun out of reading like well, i like to get in a book and like go off into its own little world and that's what reading always was for me yeah. it's why I it's loved a different
0: it. tool set yeah for me um the like fictional books There's two different kinds. There's ones that are just read straight and ones that are almost like a play, kind of. Like, they have sound effects and stuff, and sometimes that's even better. Yeah. um, It just depends. And I have to be in the mood, because sometimes I'll play a chapter, and then when it gets to the end, I'm like...
3: What happened? uh, Mm -hmm. What?
0: (laughs) I don't know. Who are all these people? You know, and then I'll have to go back and listen, but I have to be in the mood for it.
2: I like to listen to books that I already have read, um, especially, like, with the... A Song of Ice and Fire series because the guy that reads and pronounces the names different like 14 <laughs> different ways throughout the entire oh book. Gosh. But
0: there's certain people that when they read it, it makes a good a book that's eh, amazing. Like I'll sit there and be like, "Oh, you could read the phone book."
2: That's how I feel about um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, oh, yeah. which is one of my absolutely yeah. favorite books. Uh, have you read
0: the whole series?
3: Or I have not. I st-
2: I've only read, well, I've read Hitchhikers, like, forever, and I've read, like, halfway through the restaurant at the end of the Yeah. L- end of the I started universe. that one, yeah. But, um, S- Stephen Fry, I think. Yeah. I think that reads those. I'm but, pretty sure uh, it is. so good. Yeah. I'm just like, nobody else can can do that. The,
0: <laughs> did you enjoy the movie?
2: The, with you and McGregor? Yeah. I've never seen it.
0: Um, it's different like Mm -hmm. you know it was kind of back before people were really good at making adaptations Mm -hmm. um they got a couple characters really right but some of them are just eh um so how do y'all feel about like movie adaptations of like powerful books like stuff that's classics and stuff like that do you think it takes away from the experience or is it a whole different thing
2: to me it depends on the book um There are some movies, and I haven't read this book, but I've heard that it's the same way as a... uh, I'm thinking of Ending Things. I don't know if you've ever watched that on Netflix. I Uh,
0: I I know of it, but I haven't watched
2: it. Well, anything with Jesse Plemons in it, I'm like, I love him. I think he's fantastic. But um, it was wild, and I was like, I don't understand what's going on, and like... I don't like it. <laughs> Sorry, I looked at the camera and everybody <laughs> like, oh, looked it. Okay. <laughs> I was just making sure it was still
3: recording.
2: <laughs> but um, I, I had no idea what was going on through like 85% of the movie. And yeah. they were like, it's a book. And I, I knew exactly what kind of book it was. I was like, oh, it's a book that only makes sense when you can read, when you know the yeah. main character's inner monologue. Yeah. Because this doesn't make any sense to <laughs> me.
3: Yeah.
2: But then you have, you even have like books, like we need to talk about Kevin. I don't know if you've ever read that. Um, but it is also a movie, and I think the movie does a very good job of... And the books in, like, I don't know if there's a library word for it, but it's in letter format. Mm. But they turn that into a movie, and it, it worked really well. Yeah. But then you have, you know, books that get told, turned into shows, and they do really, really well until they run out of source material. Yep. And then they kill everyone, and the long <laughs> night is one episode long. and <laughs> Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> You know, because there's the Game of Thrones book series. It if it ever gets finished, he just signed on a huge HBO deal. Oh, Wow, really? Yeah, he just Isn't signed a like
3: spin-off?
2: a. There are five of them. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still got two books left. And it's been 12 years since The Dance with Dragons was out. So there's a lot of talk in the community now about whether he'll ever finish the series. Um, he's said a lot of times. How that old is he now? In the 70s. Uh, yeah, yeah oh, and wow. I mean, yeah, he's. I think they started in the ni- 80s, 90s with okay. those stories. Is
0: he the one that said that he had made notes and stuff of everything, so if that he passed away, they could finish his I books?
2: heard that he was not going to allow anyone to finish them. Okay. Um, I know the guy that, uh, Robert Jordan that wrote yes, The Wheel Yes, that's Real who of I Times. was thinking Yeah, of, and yeah. then the guy that took up for him, oh, apparently, yeah. is just fantastic. Yeah. Brandon Sanderson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But no, everything everything that that George has ever, that I have found has indicated that he will not allow anyone to finish the series, Um, which I, I don't, there's a big conversation in the community, the fandom right now that's like, does he owe us the end of the series before he goes and makes all of these TV shows with HBO? Yeah, um, and a lot of people say yes, and then other people are like, "He doesn't owe you anything," mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, "Well, can he? Can we meet in the middle?" Because there's two people that have helped him write the World of Westeros um, book, and they apparently keep him like in track with some of the lore, and because that world is so expansive.
0: Yeah, I don't um, know how they. <laughs> people like that do that you have to
2: have help and so i'm hoping that they have enough information and they did already help him on one project that they'll be able to either help a new writer or write it themselves Mm -hmm. and that it's just going to really come down to like whether he wants it to happen or not because it's at least 10 years between each book he's not going to live for another 20 years if he does i will be extremely grateful but yeah. surprised. <laughs> but then
0: it also goes to the point of when will he be, like, will he not be as sharp? Will he change something because mm-hmm. he's seen out, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And ruin it. Yeah. And so that's always scary, too. Yeah. It It's it's one of those, that goes back to the question of um, when when you release something as an artist, it's no longer yours, and it yeah. becomes its own thing, and then who has the rights, like, to demand whatever.
2: Yeah. So. And that's uh, you know, there's a big split between like, oh, he doesn't owe us anything, and I mean, except his entire career, you yeah. know, <laughs> like, which you know, I don't know if I necessarily have an opinion on it. My thing is, is I just really want to finish the book series because <laughs> I spend too much time watching fan theories on YouTube, <laughs> and I need to know, I need to know who John's mom really <laughs> is because I don't think it's who I yeah. think it is. <laughs> My family
0: does that with the Marvel shows, yeah, like. We watch it on the Friday it comes out. Unless Brennan's with his mom, then we wait till the next day that he's with us. And then me and the kids will watch the theories and all the stuff of what's going to happen next and what Easter eggs and stuff. And it's so funny because for the first time since they've been alive, I think it's like a sit down and as a family mm-hmm. we experience something that's coming out, like kind of like a show, like you know that we watched with our parents. Yeah. And so it's funny because they're like, well, why do we have to wait till Friday to get the episode? I'm like, because they want you to talk about it all week and right. build it up. You know, I mean, that's what keeps you going. Is that not knowing it's like The Walking Dead, you know, back when it was still relevant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's another show that frustrates me. Did you hear the thing about Lost? The reason why it was like kind of went eh, at the end is because they had written three seasons and then it went on to, I think, six.
2: Something like that. But
0: yeah. they had to stretch everything out because the they were making money. It was a money cow, you know, and they yeah. were making tons of money. And so the directors, I mean, the writers, you know, their project didn't end the way it was supposed to. And that's frustrating. Yeah.
2: That, yeah. I don't want to talk about season ending Game the <laughs> <laughs> Still salty, too. Uh, well, okay, You, it's just you can tell that after season five that they didn't have anything else to... Sorry, I got something in my... eye. Uh, I thought you
0: were just really passionate and starting to
2: say? cry. Well, not in public. Uh, I don't have a problem. <laughs> but, like, you know, they're... <sighs>
1: Thought went right <laughs> out the window again, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> see it in her eyes. <laughs> oh, okay. No, after the sixth season...
2: We'll just season, fill it in with laughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After the fifth season, they ran out of source material. Fifth, sixth season. And you could see a sharp decline in character arcs that they have spent ten years building. Um, I don't even disagree with the way the show ended. There are some arcs where I'm like, really, that's how... Like, I... Like, Jamie's arc, I think, was absolutely ruined. I think, I mean, it's been out for a really long time, but spoilers, I guess. Yeah. Um, Clagane Bowl didn't go how I wanted it to. Um, I think that it could have been a lot more in-depth. Um, but I, the major plot points, I don't really disagree with the conclusions they came to. I disagree with how they got there because how are you going north of the wall and then to King's landing in an episode like that? (laughs) That was like a six month journey at least, (laughs) you know? (laughs) But that's the thing is David and Dan got the contract to do that star Wars project. They could have had like 13 seasons of game of Thrones Mm. and they said, no, we want to move on. And it, Turned out so badly that they got the Star Wars project yanked from them. Yeah. Uh-huh. So now they're back. They're going to do another adaptation, which I think they do absolutely great at. Yeah. Just stop running things.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> stop running things. for I feel like they're doing that a lot with movies. So I'm like, stop remaking stuff that was already made. Like it was perfect the way it was. Like I don't
1: know some of them. For me, like the my, I'm a big Disney fan. Yeah. i always have yeah. been. Always been into that. So I like a lot of their new adaptations yeah. to the old movies well and like, they're not
4: horrible that's not yeah. what i'm saying but i'm just kind of like i remember it this way don't yeah. change well, it yeah, i don't want change okay yeah. <laughs> leave my disney alone yeah. yeah well
0: there's another thing too you know there's a ton of um like b movies or like really really good movies that had a tiny budget that could be remade into something really special
3: mm-hmm.
0: um But, you know, a lot of those never get touched. And then they take something like Ghostbusters and change it completely. Completely. And I think the new one looks promising, hopefully. But, um, you know, it's just one of those things where I would love to see some of these movies that, that we loved as a kid that nobody talks about like you know little monsters or something yeah i mean there's some things in that movie that probably couldn't be <laughs> <Yeah>. made.
1: <laughs> i got to figure that out sitting down watching powerpuff girls with uh. i was like wow i didn't
4: know this was so yeah. bad yeah, spongebob yeah. is like that too oh you yeah know, I like, don't i've like been Popper. watching i was watching That's this not. forever my parents were fine with it uh-huh.
2: yeah. but something I do that i thought thing. is interesting because i'm very irritated by the let's remake it i think and if anybody Anybody, oh. <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> if anybody gets this um, yeah. idea from me, you owe me oh. royalties. I would like to see the same stories <coughs> portrayed from completely different points of view. Yeah. Like, I think that would be more interesting than well, the fifth remake.
0: Are you, like, up to date on the Marvel shows and movies? No, oh,
2: I'm told I don't like it.
0: Okay. <laughs> well...
2: It gives me anxiety. Who has to clean up Times Square after Spider-Man comes through? Somebody, Shield. That's what I'm saying.
0: Shield did a good job. I never thought of
4: it like that. That's awesome. Because after (laughs) that big old mess he made,
0: after Thor: Dark World, they had to clean up, and they were complaining about it, (laughs) and they were cleaning up. um, I think it was in Paris. I don't remember, but wherever the aliens landed, and they were, um, you know, complaining about doing it and then there was people that found this alien tech that was you know from a dead alien over there and they started using the gun to like rob stores and that was a smaller story from this big and i like stuff like that like i love you know and spinoffs don't have to be like one of the big characters yeah it's really interesting to see them take like wandavision which you know like that was two characters that were big but they weren't that big and then you know now they've got the winter soldier and you know
3: yeah
0: and falcon and they're taking it in another way. And I just love I love building that universe. Mm-hmm. I think Marvel's killing it right now with yeah. that whole aspect. And I wish there was something else, because it really sucks. My kids are like, well, what else is like this? I'm like...
2: Well, and, uh, you know... Harry ple- Potter. Please like, don't hate me. me. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. could do
0: anything with that.
2: Exactly, but they don't. Right? They definitely could, but she's kind of awful. But yeah. we will get yeah. into that. <laughs> 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 um, but... The stuff that Disney has started doing with Star Wars, like, I don't know if you have Disney Plus. Obviously, yeah. if you're watching the Marvel stuff, if you have not watched The Mandalorian, it's amazing. Watch
1: it because you don't even need it to like Star Wars. I think it <laughs> saved I Star Wars. Agreed. I mean, yeah. it's
4: perfect because I haven't I, watched Star Wars. I
1: did not like Star Wars. Yeah. Like I just, it was one of those that, and I'm, I have i do not know. I I I tried many times, and I always went to sleep. Like I just could not stay. Awake it was at long, and they were just me. And then I watched The Mandalorian, and I like that was like a religion for me. I need more magic. I mean, (laughs) I have Baby Yoda all over my house. It's a space (laughs) western. It really is. It
0: takes the core aspects of a western and adds it to space. Mm -hmm. And they haven't done that.
3: Mm -hmm. And that's
0: what's cool, is because it was the same stuff that you're used to, but in a new way. And that's what's cool. I think, you know, Marvel was talking about making a horror show.
2: Oh that would I would watch that.
0: And, and that's but I'm saying but why not? Just because it may not be the most successful thing you're freaking million like billion billions of dollars like yeah. spent on shows that should only last a couple seasons that are like pretty little liars. You know, that's another one that didn't follow the source material got insane. And 13
2: Reasons Why yeah exactly it should have ended after the
0: first the first season was
2: I will perfect. say I really liked every season of 13 Reasons Why <laughs> if really? you've I listened to the audiobook, book you don't really get anything after yeah. after the last tape like that's it yeah. and I mean I like the way that they but they went off yeah. the rails
1: with that. You guys make me feel really out of the loop <laughs> for, like, the past six years. <laughs> like, I don't do anything but my Because, like, you guys are talking about these movies and how much they spend, and my brain's coming back over here to be like, well, why can't we put that kind of money
4: towards Universal Healthcare?" <laughs> right? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> like, I'll go back to all the social problems. Well, it's just, like... Okay, okay, but COVID has stopped it. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of... The, I mean, like, the Warren... Yeah. it's still dark yeah. there's no yeah. new movies
0: coming well, out they, they, they're now releasing
4: all these things on disney because they have no other platform so to do it yeah. which is amazing Disney so Plus. for it but
0: i was worried at first because i was like okay is it just going to be old content which could have kept us busy for a long time but i was like i was afraid it was going to be just another dump you know mm-hmm. where they dump all their stuff and like hey watch this but the way that they're adding new shows and stuff is really awesome, and they're they're not doing the Netflix approach on some of them. They're not giving you every episode, right? They're making you like
3: Wait,
2: work ah, for yeah. it. Lulu's <laughs> like that too. And, yeah,
0: and it's keeping me hooked. I mean, yeah, like Disney Plus is style. important Ooh, to our family. I'm all about
1: that Have life? you read that, I like book, that one right? too? Huh? Have you read that book? No. Like <laughs> I only read stuff about like social policies and issues. You would it's, like it, but That's a bad thing. But this brings me back.
0: This All this talk actually is one of the points that I was wanting to talk about. Okay, so, you know, J.K. Rowling, for instance. Do we separate the work from the person? So, like, if, if you have, and if not, like, I know that, you know, something like when you go... Read Hitler's like diaries right. and stuff, you know that's coming from a racist douchebag. Right. But whoa. Well, I mean, <laughs> come on, guys. I think that's the one guy that we can just <laughs> diss and nobody's yeah. looking care. up
4: there. Yeah,
2: videos. Videos.
0: yeah, the video's ruined. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, like you know, I mean, because you find out stuff years and years later, like oh yeah, this person was racist, or oh this person, you know killed people like as a murderer um where do we draw the line and should we should we be able to still enjoy something if it came from a homeless you know like a a maniac that was killing women but it was an amazing work of fiction
2: so i this is my answer to everything i think it all depends on context Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i can't listen to a lot of r kelly songs anymore because i'm like who was this a slave at his house that yeah. he was talking about? You know, yeah. his, mm-hmm. was this a person in his harem who was a child? Yeah. Um, but things it, like what sucks Michael is, Jackson's work. Yeah. Especially since he's dead. I know that sounds terrible, but like, I like, I grew up listening to Michael Jackson's music. And for me, I don't even think about the person side question. Does that on make that. sense?
0: Not to interrupt you, but because that's kind of cool that you brought him up. Um, If Michael Jackson was alive today and wasn't in his time, like, say he was a newer pop star. Yeah. Right? Do you think that he would have been able to get better mental health? Do you think that people would have been able to, like, figure out that he had a lot of childhood trauma and they would, you know, be like, hey, dude, you need to, you know what I mean? There would have been more outcry from the public because a lot of that stuff that he did that everybody was like, oh, that's odd, or oh, he's just weird was... Because he had a whole lot of mental issues from growing up, you know, the yeah. way he did. Yes.
2: Yeah, I do. And, and you know, him not being around anymore is also kind of plays into how I feel about the situation. That um, a lot of it depends on whether the person is remorseful over what they did, admits to their <sighs> wrongdoing, or if not, if they are continuing Sorry. to... F- financially gain from the art um i have probably purchased all of the harry potter items that i will have um you know until i know that she either changes her opinion yeah. um something uh or can no longer financially benefit because that's where I'm going to put my money. I'm not going to put my money with somebody that I think is being extremely harmful to a sensitive group of people.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, You know, but I love Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. One of my, I have a giant Harry Potter tattoo and that's okay i think that that's still okay even though i am vocal about not agreeing with jk Rowling on a lot of the stuff that she yeah. has said
1: mm-hmm. well it's like we all made that comment the other day and it it'll always stick with me is that you can appreciate the art without having to appreciate the artist right yeah and yeah. so for me i'm like yeah i think it is okay well, it's like you yeah. woody that.
0: allen is a big one that i kind of think about when i think of this is horrible (laughs) person
2: yeah
0: i mean i don't know how he's not been locked up most of his life right um and yeah we're hyper aware of things now with social media so i mean i know that we live in a different time it's hard to look back and judge the past right um but um you know i still to this day have trouble you know renting or buying or like watching or streaming anything from him just because i get this icky feeling knowing Mm -hmm. that he was behind Mm -hmm. the camera
3: right of when all this, this was happening, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, and all the weird crap that we don't know about,
2: right? Because
0: mm-hmm. he's got good lawyers. <laughs>
2: well, and, and that's I think a lot of it is you have to kind of find out what feels right for you. You know, mm-hmm. just because I'm like, you know, I I can't really listen to to R. Kelly the way that I used to. That you, you know, Ignition might have been somebody's favorite song growing up, yeah. and they still love it. Remix like, to cool. Ignition, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like. At, are you by? like are you for him no okay uh, okay yeah. if you disagree yeah. with his actions but that's just your song yeah that's all i mean you've done the what i've asked <laughs> you know?
0: the something that happened recently that kind of disturbed me a little bit as someone who's like hyper aware of racism and i have two hispanic daughters and so we have to be aware like We can't live in this world where, you know, we're just like, oh, yeah, you know, no racism exists and all that stuff. Like, some people can because, you know, people have made comments about our daughters. Not any... I don't think they were trying to attack them. I don't think they were even meant anything by it. But they said something to, like, oh, you're really dark. You're not from Oklahoma. Remember that? Yeah. And it was one of those things where it was, like, to them, that didn't even register as anything hateful. Mm -mm. They were just like, no, you know, I'm, I'm just tan. And never crossed our mind but we have to be aware of this we had to talk to them and be like don't let anybody talk about your skin color if it makes you uncomfortable Mm -hmm. like this is not this is your body this is you know and that people don't understand that there's a motorcycle outside (laughs) 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 and apparently it's doing donuts or something but um yeah and um so the the I don't know where I was going the motorcycle completely distracted (laughs) me and derailed me but um I didn't help though yeah I, what was I uh, talking about?
2: Uh, Are you asking me? <laughs>
3: but yeah,
0: um, something oh, I about keep doing that. Yeah, it's it's Megan that's distracting me, not you. I'm sorry. She's the world's worst. about she can derail any train of thought I have. It's like her superpower. Um, I'll be talking to a kid and having a serious conversation. They'll be like, for the first time ever, be focused on me. And listening to every word I say, and then she'll she'll be sitting there listening to this whole conversation, knowing that I'm being serious, and be like, huh, huh, like "Who farted?" or something completely that derails the conversation, and then I lose the kid. They're not going <laughs> to listen to me again. Yeah. And then you know shows no remorse
4: <laughs> for her
0: actions and that's just far. looks at me like, "What?" Sorry. And so you know that's normal around here, but oh, we,
2: you're talking about. I remember. Okay. Do you remember? No. Oh, okay. You were talking about having to discuss people saying things yeah. to your children.
0: And, you know, it's a conversation that we've had, and my kids don't understand, um, you know, they don't understand, like, pre-hate. They don't get it. It doesn't register. They've never been taught this. Mm-mm. And so it's very, I don't know, It we can't we're not naive to the fact that all this is going on but you know we have to we have to be but I mean there is something that bliss that you know some people must live in it must be nice
2: I've thought about that like sometimes when I'm just like it's called college (laughs) (laughs) I'm just out of the world (laughs) there you know there are sometimes when I'm like crying about I asked one of my therapists once like what do do you do in the source of your depression is a socio-economic problem that you can't change and she was like I don't, what? Know, I don't know and I was like cool just keep being depressed then I guess <laughs> yeah. and then the, in those times I think like man if I didn't care about this I'd probably be a lot happier mm-hmm. but I can't not care about it mm-hmm. so
4: here I am just, yep. depressed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I knew where I was going with my other conversation because <laughs> I, oh. I was like super are. on point <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but yeah it's you know, starting this podcast has really helped me. Um, I think it's almost like therapy because where else, do you, you know, you talk and then people listen. It's and called talk
2: the- therapy. Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry for ruining that all with my opinions no, no, <laughs> no, no,
0: no. No. no, I mean, the two listeners that listen to me all the
2: time are oh my
0: not gosh. mad. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding.
2: Out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. that
0: one guy in nigeria you know maybe i don't think i'm gonna or...
2: read the comments on this one i think i'm gonna um uh, yeah i think i'm gonna not read the comments oh. on this one I, I mean i don't ever
1: read the comments, or if i so do that's cool. i'm gonna my,
2: my goal is gonna be like i will just i'm gonna read it and i'm not gonna say anything i don't have to defend myself well nope. well did if you, you need to say something hit me up I was
0: say. <laughs> I'll, did I'll you see any you. comments like, that you. were you. bad last no, time no exactly. no no
2: no but like I don't know. I just always assume. I always assume there's going to be a storm because yeah. of something I did or said. So. I just assume
0: no one listens to me, and it makes it a lot easier. <laughs> and then he
4: realizes that people do. Listen. Oh, it's
0: weird because I'll be in town, like downtown, and I'll be walking. Yeah. And somebody will be like, "Hey, da, 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 on this podcast, you know, yeah, that's the the gun, the finger, <laughs> finger guns." <laughs> 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 but they'll be like, "Yeah, you know, you said this, and it really." You know, I I remember my grandpa being that way, or something. You know, usually it's not like the deep talk topics, but it's weird because you feel like you're shouting into the void. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, I'll post a status when I was younger and didn't think too, you know, thoughts of it, and then I'd go get my haircut, and you know, Amy would be like, "Hey, you know, I see that you're doing this." I'm like. Oops! (laughs) (laughs)
4: Yeah,
0: people were actually reading this.
4: Yes, that's terrifying. And especially now, since you've like we've started the podcast, like people are really hyper aware of what we're doing. Yeah, and it's kind of frightening. I went to
0: Jimmy's Donuts and walked in, and he goes, "Oh, it's good to finally see you in person and not alive."
2: I love him. (laughs) His Facebook makes me so happy. Yeah, Yeah.
0: he's a great dude, and I seen somebody like. Being hateful to him one time, and I never want to murder anyone (laughs) for legal reasons. (laughs) Never, but no, but it made me really angry. I was like, I I wanted to because I knew where they worked, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to just be like, "Hey, nobody go here," because he owns his own business, and it was just like. You can't be terrible. How are you
2: gonna be rude to one of the nicest, most happiest gets up yeah. every day and is like, I'll make your kid donuts with yeah. their name in yeah. it. Exactly. And you're gonna like you don't have to do that. No. Like you yeah. could just make simple round and round and straight donuts. <laughs> yeah, would <maybe> still sell. <laughs> yeah. and, and
0: what's cool <laughs> is you know, he's trying to bring that that
2: small business feel.
3: It,
0: well, yeah, in the in the big city, you know, because everybody has Hertz donuts and stuff up there. Yeah. And he's trying to bring a little bit of that fun to a small town who's used to just maple long johns. Right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right. So, we mean, want Oreo crunch donuts <laughs> yeah. to too.
0: We have taste buds too. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now that we're all diabetics, we may be...
4: <laughs> right. <to> I just <laughs> take my insulin. You'll, You'll
1: be, be okay. Like, can I have that I'm with I'm not a diabetic. <laughs> <at all>, no <laughs> I don't want me to. Yeah. And I don't even care about my weight.
2: So. I do match girl. Can I watch
1: you eat <laughs> <an> <laughs> Oreo Crunch Donut? <laughs> Please. It's, it's, just let her smell it. It might not be very satisfying to watch, but you're more than welcome to. <laughs> That's so funny. I'll try to keep my mouth closed while I'm doing it.
0: So um we were talking about books and racism today and um I like to kind of give references and uh or not references but try to give recommendations and uh, <laughs> that face you were making was scary Everything I thought I you were stroking it. out I thought I would lost my wife live on air
2: we're not live stop saying
1: that
0: <laughs> we are live someone's listening to us right now and it's probably like three weeks from now and they don't know that we're not live
1: it'll be Lacey's mom I'm
4: yeah. <laughs> sorry Paula already asked about it I I'm
0: so
1: sorry Paula
2: yeah. but,
0: um, we've been good I read this book by Jay Milbrand, um, and now I haven't deep dived into this character other than this book so i mean if he's like complete trash i'm sorry like (laughs) i don't i don't know i'm ignorant but um david livingston i've never heard of him have you no okay so apparently he went in search of the entrance to the nile river and so he went to africa and he did a lot of stuff to end african race i mean racism african slavery and he did like a huge publicity stunt to like pull it off, and it's a very interesting read. I'd never heard of the man, but he had a huge impact on people's lives. Millions of people were saved you know over the years because of him and so uh I would definitely take a you know minute to check it out and see if it's something that you would like um <laughs> as you set it heavily onto the desk. I'm sorry, but um. Is there any books or anything or anything in your life? Oh, not you, Lacey <laughs> <I'm so laughs>
4: no, is, there, is there
0: anything that you've been like doing listening to or whatever that you would want to recommend that has something to do with what we're talking about? I know you've been going to school and
1: <laughs> yeah, so it has a lot to do with that yeah. <laughs> um i'm just I'm trying to think of some of them so y'all go on because I know that I they make me watch them um, weekly yeah. videos, podcasts um, did yeah. you
0: watch that YouTube video I sent you about um whether to call black people black or African American.
2: How long ago did you send it to me? Uh, uh, There's
0: no telling. Uh, I two weeks ago, call. maybe?
2: I have. I don't know. I don't know if I watch it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, I wish.
0: I was trying to ask you because I was hoping you would remember at least what the channel is called because those two ladies are really fun to watch because they take things that are sensitive about like black lives and they make it you know approachable for someone who's on the outside looking in so for me like i don't have a ton of black people around me that i can just go you know and, and talk to and discuss things well um, and
2: it's not their job to do the work. no you know exactly
0: I mean? and so you know and and to have these ladies like spell it out pretty don't you know you know right. basically like for the layman and say hey you know this is not as big a deal as you're making it or hey, as long as you're not drawing attention to this certain thing, like, it's okay, we know you're trying, we see you, you know, and and this stuff. And then just kind of giving... They're also doing it for people that are black, that are uncultured too, that don't know their history. And so they're, like, talking about is soul food good for the black community because that was a slavery thing, you know, because all the stuff that, you know, the stereotypical black soul food is, you know, pig snouts and all this stuff was the throwaway from the white table. Mm. So they were almost programmed to start liking it. And so they're like, should we eat this? And they ask important questions that you wouldn't think about. And yeah. so I really enjoyed watching them. I will post their uh, stuff in, in one of the, you know, comments.
2: Yeah, I do actually have um, some recommendations. I, yeah, I have some. Um, <laughs> so if you like horror movies um, and you want something kind of socially... Awakening, I guess, to some people, maybe. Um, I would definitely suggest Annabella on Amazon Prime with Janelle Monet. It's a very good, very good movie. Um, I would also recommend if you are interested in the history of American prisons or for profit prisons, um, anything. On that subject, I would recommend American Prison by Shane Bauer. It is one of the most harrowing looks at the criminal justice system I've ever read. That book completely changed the way that I thought about a long-term incarceration and making money off of prison labor. Mm. Um, also, just for fun, um, shout out to my cousin April for uh, suggesting this for me well to everyone on her facebook but i immediately bought it um it's the push um i'll get the author right here in a second it's a very it's a very very good book um about some of the struggles of motherhood it is um it's fiction uh but it's good and um i will say if you, if you are sensitive to certain topics, um, child loss, something like that, don't read it. Well, um, I hope
0: by now, if you're still listening,
2: <laughs> you're probably it, not. It's just a really, it's just a really kind of raw, naked look at the situation that the book is talking about and mm-hmm. i am a very slow reader and i read it in 24 hours oh wow so i highly recommend um. it um there's not much of it, it that's just one of those that's just for you you know if you like if you like um Gillian flynn gillian flynn i'm not sure exactly how to say yeah. her first name um you will very much like it it's called the push and i cannot remember the author's name so <laughs>
0: <laughs> so do your homework yeah google's free figure
2: it out somebody <laughs> put it in the comments I won't know because I'm not looking I'm just <laughs> <kidding>.
0: <laughs> yeah so um what podcast are you listening to Megan
4: oh I listen to a bunch of them but the minimal-ish podcasts. um I'm trying to push minimal minimalism <coughs> on Aaron. It's not working, um, and that's okay. I'm, I'm a big minimalist. <laughs> oh, I'm like, a maximalist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I
2: want things. No, really, like that's like a design style. I want like all the things. All of my wall covered with like yeah. pictures and tchotchkes and. <laughs>
4: <laughs> this my OCD. is Aaron. My OCD. I'm somewhere uh, in starts. the middle, to
0: be honest, though.
4: He's done really well, but anyways. Um, Her stuff is not just about minimalism. She does a lot of with intention podcasts, and it's just, like, simple things about, like, not self-sabotaging and... Self-destructive thoughts, self-care. Yeah, yeah, it's just... And I just really enjoy it. I listen to it when I go to bed. Um,
0: I like a lot of things, but I like to have them organized. So, like, you know, stuff...
4: Stuffed in a drawer that doesn't, he doesn't know what the drawer yeah, is. I know what Anyways, the drawer is. Anyways, love you, honey. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really like that. And I listen to, um, sorry. No, you're fine. I'm being mean. Yeah. Um, just attacking me on. No, I'm not. Not
0: on live air.
4: No, I'm not I'm editing um, all this out
0: just so
3: you know.
4: And the sustainable minimal, minimalist is really good too. But she talks about a lot of home. Like homesteading and living eco friendly. Before COVID, we really were trying to lower our carbon footprint because that's a big deal for me. I don't know why. Because and you want to have a planet to live on, yeah. <laughs> and then COVID yeah. hit, and I was like, I don't know what to do with my things anymore. Um, um, but do you want to tell them
0: about speaking of the homestead thing about the show that we watched on Netflix or was it Amazon?
4: I don't know.
0: She made me watch. She watched it before bed, so I. L- we sleep in the same bed, right? I have to watch whatever she watches.
4: Oh,
3: no. So
0: she watched this homestead show, and it was like three seasons of these people that move out. They get paid to go move off
4: oh, yeah. and like, like, start a them, homestead like, from nothing. Like they dress in pioneer clothing. They yeah. build a house from the ground up. They're like given tools, cabin.
0: certain tools, and it seed so and awesome. stuff. But they have to pretty much they have to go trap a wild hog you know, and all this stuff. But by the time that season three was over...
4: They wanted to live that way.
0: No, I wanted to live that way, <laughs> which is weird because I was like, man, I could build a house. Let's go. Like I was like, let's go and buy a match of land and live
4: I just off the think land. It's, it's being so bizarre. Self-sustainable. Yeah. Because you don't realize how much you have to rely on others yeah. or the government or mm-hmm. whatever until a pandemic happens. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, like, we started our own garden. It's and just like a had, self-comfort and, yeah. to know that
0: you can do it yourself. Well, and you too. can survive without having to live off the government or, you know, or grocery stores. Or, like, right. if Walmart goes out of business tomorrow, most of us are screwed.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I read a really good book once about it. I mean, I don't, I know it was based off a true story. I think it was a true story. Um, but it just talked about a girl that grew up in Alaska and lived off the land how like she moved from california all the way to alaska and it was during the um her dad came back from war and had ptsd and so they were going out there to do that and it was pretty cool to read about like all the different like ways that they live off the land during the Mm -hmm. winter you know that was it was pretty intense for me i don't remember what it's called either but
0: i love stuff like that like to me, it's like popcorn TV. Like, hey, I'll sit down. <laughs> yeah. and documentaries and, like, yeah. reality TV that's like that, not uh, scripted crap.
1: Mine was a book. See, and <laughs> yeah, that's what I do when I read. I go off in yeah. their own little mm. world like it's a movie to me yeah. when I read.
3: So yeah. I, I like that. that
2: with games. Like, yeah. To me, because I, I like to play the RPGs, which is when y'all were talking about homesteading, I was, like, hearing the house building.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Red Dead was
2: <laughs> in my head. But um, I like rpgs especially open world rpgs because to me it's a playable movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the missions are the script
3: yeah yeah it makes it playable
2: movie. Type, so like yeah pick and, you whatever know, you want to do if, you, if it, you mess up in the in the game oh. it's all right because you can just start at the save point so <laughs> you can hear
0: my children in the background sorry guys but um speaking of children uh we love them very much for legal reasons we have to
1: do this <laughs> no, Don't you know whenever you said earlier about um, someone getting on to you for making a comment about getting rid of your children or oh, something yeah. you know um my child it's just been a joke with us but i always say i'll sell you on the internet yeah and they're back (laughs) it was before all like the internet stuff was happening and so she said it in public the other day it's like you can just sell me on the internet mom
3: (laughs) they always say at the
0: worst time it's never when you're sitting there alone (laughs) yeah yeah well um yeah there's i think we talked about a lot of Uh, important things today i I think a lot of it happened off air sorry guys (laughs) also
1: um crip camp have any of you guys watched that i have not my friend maddie that i graduated college with actually did um i think at like 19 minutes she um is interviewed on there oh Oh, talking about her brother's journey that's awesome so that's awesome
0: so um yeah we 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 probably did two hours on here and probably four hours altogether um but you know uh, (laughs) you'll just have to imagine what we talked about and it probably happened on
1: Aaron and all in yeah we just want to get back to our homework that's (laughs) i know
2: (laughs) that's how you get me on here and i just end up saying stuff that you know i mean you know whatever but (laughs) it's uh, because it's so easy
0: like Mm -hmm. So
4: well, sorry, no, you make I people mad. Hey, hey, you know what? We don't care. Here's the
0: thing: if they've survived to listen to the end of this, then I mean, then they were probably agreeing with some of the stuff we said. Yeah. They probably didn't click off, but um, we are trying to figure out like where diner Discussions goes from here. I mean, you know, the no co-host thing is kind of weird, but um, uh, I'm kind of just carrying the mantle. But I would like to have like you know guests. Uh, Like guest spots, like guest co-hosts, you know, like a rotating cast. And so if either one of you would like to be on at some point, just let me know, you know, it'd be cool.
2: I am 100% in. You've got me, like, used to this now. (laughs) (laughs) Well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about having, like, a, um, like, segments. Yeah. On, yeah, on a yeah, show yeah. and having like conspiracies with Meg, <laughs> oh, that would
3: be awesome. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I'm gonna stay away from this. It's like what what conspiracy <laughs> do you
0: have this week, Meg? No, but seriously, <laughs>
2: you give me enough notice and I'm down anytime.
0: Okay, now. heck yeah. yeah, and we would love to. I probably we probably want to do this panel type thing discussion again. Yeah, Sometimes we any? didn't cover half the points.
2: No, we did not. <laughs> I've still got like all of my notes about you know um, the great filter and uh, yeah, the what is it the this something paradox talking about like what kind of level of society you need to like Mm -hmm. make contact so we'll get into that yeah Yeah. (laughs) i did a lot of research this morning
4: (laughs) (laughs) me neither so it's okay yeah I'll, um, I'll sit and watch some more. Yeah. <laughs>
0: she didn't even look at the notes Sorry. until maybe like 10 minutes before we got here. I don't know if y'all noticed,
4: but when he added me to the group, I talked for a little bit and then just disappeared because I mean, she yeah. always School. mutes our conversations. I mean, it's not on purpose. Like I have to do
2: that. Um, in another group chat that I'm in, because just, as, it, as soon as the going to sleep, I like sleep, the notifications or whatever, I can't talk. Um, they woke me up the other day. I had like four hours of sleep, and it was like I mean, It was like okay, good morning. It was so not
1: me. It was a thousand percent her.
0: Well, we thank you guys for both being here. Uh, this was fun. Uh, I think it was. Um, it needed to happen. I think a lot of people. Hopefully, a lot of people will kind of hear something that they didn't know. And or maybe research further.
2: Or I'm getting taken off of all of the Christmas card lists.
0: (laughs) 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 We weren't on any, so. But uh, (laughs) do you want to plug anything, Meg?
2: Um. Yeah, if you do not follow the Winniewood Public Library on Facebook, do it. We, I am on there all the time, you know, giving you news from around town, around the county, promoting things. Summer reading program is coming up. Mm-hmm. You do not have to be a Winniewood citizen to use the Winniewood Library. Our Thank mission goodness. statement um, covers uh, Garvin County and the surrounding area. So, anybody in Garvin or Murray County. Come get a card. I'll hook you up with audiobooks. I'll hook you up with ebooks. You know, bring yeah. your kids this summer. We're going to have some fun. Um, yeah. Can we send books with you today? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to
0: say, um, <laughs> actually, it's funny because we don't go that way for anything except for to see my dad occasionally. Um, in the
3: library my
0: kids <laughs> will come up with excuses to head to Winniewood <laughs> because they want to come see you in the library
4: oh, I love it so much
0: <laughs> so that's like high praise
4: they're like can we please go to the library today we know they're open yeah. we know they're not closed yet Piper yeah. did that for a while but I'm like by the time we get over there they're going to be closed yeah. well Meg will keep it open for us I was like I know that and we're. we're at, a lot of people
2: think that they're still closed at 5 they're not we yeah. are open until 6 o'clock
3: that's good we
2: love it I, when I was just a citizen and not working there, I was never able to use the library because I worked out of town
3: mm-hmm.
2: from 8 to 5 and they were open from 9 to 5. So we extended that hour in the evening and we did, come see us.
0: We did that at Wondering Gypsy because downtown's dead after 5 o'clock. Yep. And I got off, or she got off after 6 too. And we both did. And it was like
4: There's where do you go to shop? To Walmart?
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. but I mean so we wanted to help the little guys so it sucked. But when we did it sharps started doing it and Mm -hmm. like we saw it around town so it was pretty neat so Lacey, would you like to plug anything where can people find you at
1: oh you know just off in the books (laughs) (laughs) like i stay that way right now but it's okay i'll graduate soon so yay for me Mm -hmm. um but no my biggest thing that i just want to plug in here is just to remind everybody that's listening you know that to be yourself and be open and talk about things mm-hmm. and learn to be wrong sometimes. Learn to grow in who you are. It doesn't matter if you're 60, 70 years old. Mm-hmm. You can still change your mindset yep. and not hold judgments and things against people. So, um, again, just working towards that. Life, peace, that's Peace and love. That's, what and and love. Love. that's where <laughs> you'll find me at right here. <laughs> I love it.
0: Well, do you want to um, plug the Gregory Foundation and talk about where people can yeah. find you?
4: No, <laughs> not right now. <laughs> I'm you, not being ugly. You it's don't just want people sensitive. to find you. Well, I mean, I'm on Facebook, the Gregory uh, Gregory Keith Foundation. Um, it's just really sensitive right now, and I'm not. I don't put as much effort as I did right, bef- like right after it happened, as I mm-hmm. do now, just because it's sensitive, and mm-hmm. I'm still trying to get through that and navigate like exactly what it is. Yeah. All those emotions. Yeah, yeah, it's it's rough. Um, I kind of got out there and cried and did all that thing when because it, it was very fresh and I just I'm not ready yet that's okay yeah and that's when I am okay. it'll be it'll be good but um it's there we're trying to figure out how we want to support our community because there are people here that have the injuries but a lot of them are elderly and they're in the nursing homes and you can't yeah. just go freely get that information um, what
0: information are you pertaining to? Well, just,
4: to? I mean, it's a HIPAA violation to just go in there mm-hmm. and ask them what kind of injury they have, how it happened, what kind of resources mm-hmm. they need, so what, what yeah. kind yeah. of yeah. care they receive. Right. Kind of you of. can't ask that without um, HIPAA yeah. guidelines and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, um, They can do it. They're the non-HIPAA compliant. We are the HIPAA right. compliant, so yeah.
1: you guys we, can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, we, we just can't. But
4: um, <laughs> I mean there's ways around it and I'm just trying to get my needs assessment out there yeah. mm-hmm. and, and if I can get my needs assessment out there I what? have funding I just yeah. can't do where, it where are you trying to get your needs assessment well just out? here in Pauls Valley mm-hmm. Well, but that's hard enough and that's so. hard enough and so I'm going to eventually just going to have to figure it well hit me up out, girl.
1: let's, let's yeah. work together on getting yeah. those things sent out to the people in our community because that's something that I honestly complain a lot about I write a lot of papers about mm-hmm. Paul's Garvin County Oklahoma mm-hmm. because of the lack of services and it's not just those with disabilities no it's those who are low income Mm -hmm. the it's those who you know legally face trouble yeah um it it just the list goes on about all the services that we need Mm -hmm. in this county
4: well and it's not just traumatic brain injuries it's ptsd it's strokes it's Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. anything that has to do with a disorder of the brain right which Um, godless yeah, yeah, I mean, in mental health. It's just, yeah, part it's, of
0: it. it's just um, a blanket. Like, I mean, there yeah. really is so much. that Just mental health and, you know. Yeah,
1: I mean, that DSM-5. Yeah, we we did. didn't know anything. <laughs>
0: yeah, we didn't know anything about traumatic brain injuries until no. her dad got really? hurt. And then we studied it. I mean, we learned most of what we know in now the about the hospital in the hospital sitting they, there and just researching they made that. us
1: um learn about that mm-hmm. and like spotting the signs of traumatic brain injury because it goes
4: so unnoticed yeah for yeah. so long and that's yeah. yeah yeah um but it's gonna get there yeah. it's just in slow workings and that's okay yes yeah. i never
0: uh, knew that ptsd like i've never heard it referred to as a brain wound it is until going. we started yeah. doing mm-hmm. the, the foundation and it was um it was something that really opened my eyes to it because, you know, it's it's one of the one of the main wounds that you can't see. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't tell, like if it, someone's suffering with PTSD.
4: I mean, I even have like it lined up to have a scholarship available for a graduating senior that's in oh, that's awesome. Garvin County or the surrounding areas. But until the need assessment is done, and I'm a hundred one c five hundred one c yeah five hundred one c yeah until I get to that point. At. my hands are tied well hit me it.
1: up girl so i'd love well, to help you with
4: that well i appreciate it i'm so grateful y'all came thank, thank I you probably so much for have babies. hungry children and yeah, amen to that. homework yeah. and i gotta go ride a bike yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's got to be dark
0: yeah there definitely will be a part two i think Already if y'all are dark. down
3: i ain't riding a bike
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so thanks guys for watching listening and you know however you're getting this. Uh, if you're listening to you know this on an old radio and the world's over, uh, thank you. Don't so. wish that on us. No. <laughs> but we'll catch you later. This has been Diner Discussions and the Living Proof Podcast. It'll be on both platforms and all the ways that you can listen to that. And if you want to support Diner Discussions or the Living Proof Podcast, check us out on Patreon. And um, we also do have a tip jar on stream on Twitch. And so you can help us out that way. Um, Just help us to to be able to give back to you guys. Mm -hmm. So thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Adios. Bye.